if you like dark, dirty houses that look like meth dens, screaming and the word fuck, then we got the movie for you. We watched Rob Zombie's Halloween 2, a movie that's more trick than treat, but we watched it so you don't have to, so you know what time it is. What's up, Moon Goons? Welcome to Horrible Horror, the podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies. Movies so bad they're scary. I'm your host, Mr. Marshall Hampton. Uh, with me is a little hungover today, but with me today is um, my co-host, my buddy, Mr. Aaron Southworth. It's not like it's the first time it's I'm hungover. Like this is not, by far, not the first time. This, this is almost happen. like a, a, a nice revisit in a way. It's like to the way it used to be, you know? Back when we did movies, we just chugged beers the whole time and then just come back in and talk about them. Yeah. <laughs> that slowed down a little bit with the kid, but, uh, you know, it's kind of nice to revisit my youth, I guess, with, <laughs> with, with this splitting headache and <laughs> nausea. Yes. Um, so, um, yeah, this week we're doing, you know, like I said, I know it's been a hot minute. You know, it's been a few weeks since our last episode, but I did uh, say the last one that this, the next episode we could do was going to be a big one, a big blockbuster. And that's what we're doing. We're doing Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. Now, this was supposed to be, we were hoping to record this last week and on actually Halloween, but uh, things just didn't work out. We, you know, family yeah, was trick-or-treating. And absolutely. And I was feeling a little sick with really bad allergies and sinuses at the time. Did you take a uh, Libby? Yeah. Yeah, we went, we went over to this really uh, wonderful neighborhood in Kirkwood um, over in St. Louis and uh, uh, went well, my cousins live there, and we went out, and it was kind of, like, and it was wonderful. It was cool. actually awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah. The best Thanksgiving I've ever seen, or Thanksgiving, Halloween, <laughs> Halloween trick-or-treating I've ever seen, so it was great. Cool. Yeah, we, uh, down the street, they shut down the block, and it's a big, you know, big, beautiful houses. It's two blocks, all shut off. Kids can run around and play, so. That's cool. Yeah, we just took her in a little red wagon with her friend, and, uh, you know, and we, <laughs> we made a. Those kids are candy getting machines, bro. Yeah. My God. Of course, they're not going to eat any of that candy, but shit, we walked home with like a full bucket like of candy. Yeah, Livy, I've never seen such a candy haul in my life. Like, I never came close to that much candy when we were kids. Or you had to hustle. Yeah, you had to hustle. Yeah, man. You had to go from house to house to house to house. I was like, okay, let's go to the couple, let's go on the wrong side of the tracks. Yeah. <laughs> See what we can do over there. I mean, this place. These neighbors were—I mean—they were giving out full bars. Like she came up with like <sighs> full Twix, full Reese's, full. I'm like, holy that's, fuck! <laughs> that's the gold mine is I the know, full the size full bar. Bars. And unfortunately, none of them, none of the houses we went to had the full size, which I was a little disappointed by. But uh, but one guy, it was pretty awesome. Like the very first, one of the very first houses we went to, he's like, "Hey, I got adult treats too." And he he holds up airplane bottles of uh, those little mini mini bottles. There were like yeah, it was awesome. Three or four homes that we went to that were it was cool because like again they didn't shut down the streets, but it was such a it's a quiet neighborhood. But it was almost like block parties, like certain homes, like and people were out there with like fire pits in their front yard. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Sitting yeah. around in costume with like buckets of candy 
And some people had brought TVs out so they could watch movies or the World Series or water stuff. And, and, and other people were like grilling and having food. It Dude. was incredible. And then there's like three or four houses of all the ones that are doing that uh, that had like coolers and said adult treats here. <laughs> and they weren't little bottles. Like they were like full on like big cans of like Nickelodeon Ultra. But like Bud, but select. Uh, your you know, suburban some, beers. Some of your seltzer, you know, flavored Bud Light <laughs> some seltzers. Wh- some White Claws. Yeah, I mean, it was like, holy shit. They're just, yeah, take them. I'm like, uh, yes, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I got some uh, some vodka shots, some whiskey. It was pretty nice. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, we they did the same thing. I and mean, that's it's like that's the kind of Halloween you always saw in the fucking movies. Yeah, that's the that's the movie Halloween. And I think like the people like people like us who have grown up watching it's like fuck it we're doing it and they <laughs> shut down the block and I'm really happy it's happening and it was so much fun. Those are my first time trick or treating with her. And so I haven't had that experience in years and years and years and it yeah. was a blast. It was really cool. If you haven't had a kid yet, get a kid to go trick or treating <laughs> with. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> Worry about all the other financial drains and stress and problems just for the trick or treating. Bunch of candy, <laughs> lots of fun. <laughs> all right. Um, uh, so another note, though, a uh, more serious matter. Um, for full transparency and everything here, uh, guys, you kind of know this is going on already, but we're just gonna make it official here um, that the show is we're not ending the show. It's not completely over after this, but with life and scheduling and kids it's getting harder and harder to do this on a regular basis especially since we're not getting the you know we're not seeing i won't we'll, i'll be honest we're not the numbers aren't necessarily going up listeners downloads all that stuff uh the, uh, not getting the advertising or sponsorship it's just the the, the whole the, the phrase is the juice worth the squeeze anymore mm. and it's getting to the point where we're not getting much juice out of these squeezes and we just need a break um, it's just running down. So, like I said, the show's not over. It's not any, but there's, you're going to see larger gaps between episodes. It might be once, maybe twice a month, maybe just once a month. Um, it's not over, over. It's just there's going to be gaps mm-hmm. between episodes from here on out. Yeah, we've just, been doing this a long time, man. Yeah, we're coming up on six years, and it's been fun, and I still enjoy the actual recording when we sit down here in the studio and do it, but all right. the work leading up to it, um, day in and day out, is just wearing on me. Um, and like I said, it's, it's also becoming quite the financial burden too, because like we're just not get, we're not getting sponsorships or we're not getting ads, um, and uh, we're just not making you know the upkeep on equipment and websites and all that stuff is it merch. Gets, yeah, merch. We're not. Uh, it's just not. Uh, feasible really anymore and like I said my Aaron's kids getting older my girls in school now are pre-k and she's got between all of her extra curriculars which are costing me money and everything it's just getting harder and harder to justify doing this just for fun yeah Um, so I want to be honest with you guys but all you hardcore listeners who have been with us from the beginning the few of you that are on our patreon I want again thank you so much for everything and your support it has meant the world to us Um, and I said this isn't a goodbye it's just you know we'll see a little We'll see it down the road in a few more extra a few yeah. weeks, in, a few more extra weeks in between episodes or stuff. It's gonna be yeah. We're just it's like Marshall. I couldn't say it better myself, you know. And uh, yeah, it's it's just kind of getting to the point where it's like, okay, man, it's tough to you know. I've got so many hours of free time left. And yeah. It's not a lot. So when we're squeezing in another movie, another movie, another movie, it's just like, okay, man, we need to I've got other shit I kind of need to do and take care of and monitor and yeah. So. 
not goodbye, but yeah. you know, hey, we'll see you. Like, I mean, we'll we see you in a couple weeks. Ten thousand downloads an episode, and we're getting like financial like ad money or something like that. And it can't, it can't have, uh, well, that would make sense that if, would we make a lot more, if we got paid. If we got paid, way more interest in do, you know keeping up. But like I said, it's just getting harder to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's so, fun. It's still fun yeah. to be an in studio. Mm-hmm. It's just harder to get to that point. Yeah. Um. So we're it's going to be bigger gaps between episodes. With that said, let's move on. Let's get into this week's episode. Like I said, uh, a polarizing movie, I would say. Um, to say the least, Jesus uh, Christ. Of course, we tried to time this, like I said earlier, with, with Halloween, but that got messed up a little bit. Um, but like I said, we're doing Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. Um, we skipped to, we, I thought about first Rob Zombie one, first Halloween, but I was like, eh, number two is where shit gets really fucking weird and strange. <laughs> yeah. And there's some things that, so like, that's the one to go with. So that's what we're doing. This movie was released. If you don't know, your ass better call somebody. Because this movie was released on August 28th of 2009. Written and directed, of course, by Rob Zombie. Um, you can find this movie pretty much everywhere right now. Or at least you could when I started taking these notes, which was like two weeks ago. Uh, it's on Amazon, YouTube, Google Play, Vudu, Apple TV, the AMC app. I don't know if it's still there. Something called Fubo TV and Philo, which I've never heard of, but they showed up in the search when I said F- Fubo TV. No, not Fubo. Fubo. Like, Fubo. It's F U B O. I thought that too. Like Fubo. Wait, oh wait, no, that's an O. F U B O. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's fun to say. So the cast. There's. Um, I will say this is probably gonna be a long episode because there's a lot in this movie to get through, and there's a lot to talk about before and after, and so bear with it. But like I said, if the movie episodes are gonna be. Uh, more space out, probably a good thing. It's a good longer episode. Um, so, first off with the cast, we got uh, Lori Strode, played by Scout Scout Taylor Compton. Um, she was in the 2008 remake of April Fool's Day. She was in The Runaways, where she played Lita Ford. She was in eight episodes of the original Charm TV show, which was awesome. Uh, and she's been in some other stuff here and there. Uh, but those are some of her bigger credits. Uh, Dr. Loomis is played by the you know famous Malcolm McDonald. Dow, everybody knows who he is, so we're gonna move on. Uh, Michael Myers himself is played by Taylor Maine. Uh, he was also fa- uh, got, kind of got briefly famous for being Sabretooth in the first X Men movie. Uh, he was Ajax in the Brad Pitt Troy movie, so he's mm. in that with Brad Pitt. He was also in Joe Dirt, The Scorpion King, and The Devil's Rejects. Uh, and he wrestled briefly in WCW and UWF under the name Big Sky. And he was also in the WWE documentary, The Rise and Fall of WCW, where I guess he was in some archive footage where he's wrestling as Big Sky. Big Sky. That's Big a ho- Sky. That's a horrible it's name. It's a horrible name. But it was WCW in like the 80s, 90s. Not 80s, but probably like 90s. But they had, they had terrible names for a horrible lot of people name. back then. Horrible name, yeah. Um, so uh, uh, Annie Brackett's played by the famous Daniel Harris. Everybody knows her. We move on from that. Sheriff Brackett's played by Brad uh, Dwarf. Dwarf? Uh, 174 credits. He's in the original Dune, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, Exorcist 3, The Gemini Killer. Uh, he was also a worm tongue in The Lord of the Rings. Uh, he was in 36 episodes of Deadwood, The Prophecy 3, Alien Resurrection, but probably he's most famous for being the voice of Chucky in the original Child's Place movies. And he's also, um, uh, he's come back to reprise the role and as Chucky in the new TV show. Oh, cool. Well. So he's still doing the voice of Chucky. He's such a badass actor, dude. He is really good. I, anytime I've seen him in anything, it's he's not phoning it in, and he fucking nails it. Yeah, he's He just good. does a really, he's he's one of my favorite, like, unknown, more, like, under-the-radar character actors. Yeah. Just a badass. Yeah, Brad, Love that he's guy. He's pretty awesome. Yeah. 
Um, Nancy McDonald uh, is played by Mary Birdsong. Uh, she's people might recognize her because she played Deputy Kimball in Reno 911, which is an awesome show uh, for fans of people like The Office. And Never Bachelor. watched it. Never did. No, nope. it's so good. Yeah, I, it's I, I, so good. That's what everybody says, you know. Um, then we have uh, Barbara Collier, played by uh, Margaret Kidder. Uh, hundred, you shouldn't know that name, but she's 138 credits. But she's most famous for being going crazy, but also playing Barb in the original Black Christmas and Lois Lane in the original Superman movies. And she was also in the original Amityville Horror movie as well. Hmm. Maya Rockwell, played by Bria Grant. She's got 85 credits. She played Ryan Chambers in Dexter, the 2011 season. She was in Hallelujah, The Devil's Carnival, Pitch Perfect 2, The Real Housewives of Horror, which I should look that up and see what that's about. Yeah. But to me, I know her best and always remember her as the speedster Daphne Milbrook in the short uh, run series Heroes. Oh, yeah. That... I, that. I felt like that show had a lot of potential. So much. Season one was amazing. It was really good. And then everyone was talking about it. "Eh." And season three just (laughs) shat the bed. (laughs) There was a line in Big Bang Theory where they talked about it. It was like saying, talking about uh, TV shows getting canceled. It was like, and then they said something about here. It was like, where it starts off good, but then it just uh, decreases the uh, the quality season by season. So no one longer cares. (laughs) And that's basically what happened with Heroes. It's just, it kept getting worse. It started off. So good. Season one was awesome. But Daffy, uh, Fear Grant doesn't show up till I think season two or something like that, I think. Um, Buddy the Night Watchman is played by Richard Riley. I think that's how you spell his name, pronounce his name. Now, this guy talking about character actors is one probably the greatest character actors out there. You won't know his name, but you will definitely recognize his face. Uh, he's, he's this great character. He's 411 credits. Jesus. You know him when you see him. He's uh, He was uh, in. Uh, Casino, Deuce Bigelow, Office Space, Transformers, uh, Three from Hell, Helen Keller versus Night Wolves, which that just sounds awesome, Axe Cop, Mischief Night, and he was in a Brad Paisley music video, uh, The League, uh, and tons of other TV spots and movies. Uh, he kind of looks like Rifford Brindley a little bit. He's just a heavier set guy with mm-hmm. the mustache, balding head. You yeah. know him when you see him. He's in everything. Um, last two people. Nurse Daniels is played by Octavia Spencer. Again, maybe not a household name, but she's got 139 credits. Uh, she should be she pretty should well be. known. She she's way be. more well known now. Yeah, because she's a great black character actor who's been a ton of shit, but she really got recognized for the her help. role in The Help. Yes. Didn't she like she, win an award and shit for I, that? I, I think don't she know if did. she won, but she was at least nominated. Yeah. So I know that. I don't know if she won. Yeah. But that's where she really got kicked up into and here she is getting getting her toes wet with fucking Rob Zombie's Halloween. Yeah, people getting their starts in horror, man. Yeah. It happens well, all the time. Start, no, yeah, it's not, but it's is. one of her earlier films, I'm sure. Yeah, uh, and lastly, Deborah Myers is played by Sherry Moon Zombie. Um, because it's a Rob <laughs> Zombie movie, exactly. Uh, so, all right, guys, here we go. Sit back, relax, and, or, and, and we're gonna go through this. Um, and I try to skim through this movie as quickly as possible too. Um, without compromising too much of what we do. But we open with a black screen and an excerpt from the book, The Subconscious Psychosis of Dreams. And it says, White Horse, linked to the instinct, instinct, purity, and drive of the physical body to release powerful and emotional forces like rage with ensuing chaos and destruction. Um, Now, I didn't get time to look this up, if that's right or not, or if it's taken out of context, but... Whatever. It's the first it, time it I'm seems, hearing about it. It seems like an oxymoron. <laughs> like, instinct purity 
and all this stuff to dry but then it's talking about rage and chaos and it's like it's not that's the opposite of pure i don't know but then we cut to mama myers visiting child myers at smith's Grove's memorial mental hospital on the table sits this big old white toy horse and he tells her about his happy dream of her dressed in an all-white well, dress or gown or something like that, walking down a white hallway with a big white horse and that she was going to take him back home. And then we just basically were cutting to 15 years later where we join up with a blood-covered Lori walking down the street in shock and holding a gun. So we're picking up at this point where the first movie leaves off. Uh, Sheriff Brackett finds her, tells her, she tells him, like, she killed him, I killed him over and over and then we just hard cut to Lori screaming as she's being wheeled down a hospital hallway strapped to a gurney. All panicky and screaming. Yeah. And, oh, God. You know, it's, it's you see this scene over and over and over. People are being rushed in. And it's like, get out. Blah, 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 yeah. You know, yelling up. Medical jargon left and right. The person's screaming. It's like, what can we do? Oh, can we see his door scene? Blah, 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 blah. You know, and, and I'm like, screaming, ah, am I going to die? Am I going to die? Ah! And I'm, ah! I, I'm. It's so done to death, mm-hmm. and I just feel like a little stinker because working in the medical field, I'm like, nope, <laughs> <laughs> no. The doctor's gonna come in with a half-eaten donut, and be like, oh shit, all right, um, guys, let's uh let's get together. <laughs> um, yeah. So immediately, like, so I, I'm thinking, okay, I'm going back to the hospital. Maj, the original number two, yeah, just like Halloween mm-hmm. Kills was back to the hospital. They always like every Halloween two sequel seems to go back to the hospital. Or at least for yeah, a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thought the same thing, but it, you, you nail in the head with uh, Halloween Kills. That's right. Uh, meanwhile, cops and EMTs load an unconscious uh, Dr. Loomis into the back of an ambulance, while others struggle to load a dead Michael Myers into a corners van, who apparently weighs about as much as a fucking Fiesta car or something like that, because <laughs> they can't get this guy in there. Hey, he's a big boy. He's a big boy. Um, so uh, doctors do surgery on Lori. Uh, and now we get to the creepy, pervy cops or EMTs that are driving the van with Myers in it, and they talk about fucking dead chicks because you know it's a Rob Zombie. Of movie course, of not? fucking course. Um. Anyway, they this goes on for a while. They hit a cow in the middle of the road. The cow explodes. Dude, I love. I did like this. <laughs> I did like this. Like, like cow, cow. He's like, huh? Bam! Bam! <laughs> and it looked like he hit a fucking wall. Yeah. Um, the wreck instantly kills the driver, fucks up the other creepier perv guy, uh, and I guess jolts Double M back from the dead. And it also jolts the fuck meter off of... It broke the fuck meter on the guy yeah. who's clinging on to life because he's going, fuck, 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 Oh, my God. I know Rob Zombie likes that word, but holy you would shit. Think, like, Rob Zombie invented the word fuck, apparently, in, the, in his movies. Like, we've, we've talked about the fuck meter before. Yeah. You know, if you use it too much, it just becomes useless. Like, it doesn't have any impact, and it's just... Yeah. What, what, what are you doing? It's it, it right off the bat. Boom. Yeah. Broken. broken. Just that that cow broke it when they hit <laughs> when they smashed. They just broke the fuck meter right there. Yeah, it's it's pretty damn bad. Uh, so M squared bursts out from the back of the van, kills creepy creepier pervy guy by brutally slices his neck open with a piece of broken glass to the point that it nearly decapitates creepy perv. He makes a Pez dispenser out of him. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Uh, Myers looks the. Oh, well, well, that's fine. Let's see. So let's get that. He's dead. Nice. There you go. I'll try to remember that. Um, 
Myers looks up and sees standing in the middle of the road his mother dressed in a long white dress, standing next to a white horse, and his child self, uh, like child him, and just standing in the road. Um, we go back to Lori sleeping in her hospital room. Old black and white footage of a of the Moody Blues singing "Nights in White Satin" plays on the TV. Um, Lori gets out of bed, limps down the hall at. The nurse's station, we see one nurse leave for the night, leaving just Octavia Spencer to man the floor. Lori enters a room where we see Annie, a.k.a. Daniel Harris, unconscious, um, covered in scars, hooked up to a breathing machine, pretty much looking like on life support at this point. We don't know. Octavia comes in and tells Lori, hey, you, you got to get back to your room. You can't be in here. You need to rest. She helps Lori down the hall, but halfway down, she gets called away over the PA system to the ER or something, and Octavia rushes off. Dude, so many problems with that. But I'll just get. I'll just leave it. No, Fuck no, it. No, no, it's it, never ever is someone a nurse going to leave a hobbling patient in the hallway. That's a fall risk, a huge fall risk, and we are beaten about the head and shoulders about falls because it costs the hospital a lot of money if it's our Falls-oos. fault, and it's a bunch of fucking paperwork to do too. <laughs> Even there's, worse, dude. There's so much protocol and bullshit you have to do with a fall. A nurse is gonna be like, "Okay, I'll be in the ER when I get there. I gotta get this bitch back to bed." <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> um, anyway, Lori stands, starts getting dizzy immediately out of nowhere. See? Yeah. <laughs> see what happens? Exactly. Good point. She's like, I'm dizzy. Nurse, I need something from my head. Um, uh, a door opens, and Octavia walks back in the room, seemingly in a daze. She turns around to look at Lori, and we see blood like running down her neck or her mouth or something and her chin. Octavia looks down at the blood coming out, then she realizes something happened to her, and she starts to scream. She falls to the floor. Double M walks out to the door she came out of, walks up to Octavia, and just starts violently stabbing the shit out of her. Uh, and with each stab, we hear Myers grunting in anger and rage. Like, hur, hur. So, again, we're like, that's kind of a rarity. This is, he's actually vocalizing right. somewhat. It's like the mm-hmm. first time. Now, I don't remember if he did it in Rosalind's first movie. I don't remember. <laughs> I didn't get a chance to watch it before this as well. Yeah. I mean, there's only so much self-damage you can do, right? <laughs> you can watch this movie. And if you ever watch the first one, it's like, ugh. I don't know if I can do a double dose. A double dose. Um, Lori, she bugs out. She's like, I'm out. And she limps her ass away down the hallways. Uh, funny side note here. This is I found this way. So I watched this on Amazon. Uh, and I turned the subtitles on at this point. And during this scene in particular, it keeps saying, hold on. Um, it keeps saying Octavia screams, which is re- not Nurse Daniel or Nurse. It actually uses the actress's real name. I have never no. seen that before in subtitles ever. They want to let you know Octavia Spencer yes. is in this movie. It's not like it's, it's like Lori screams or Doctor Loomis pants. Right. Or like it's, I've never seen any Octavia or you know Malcolm scream. Right. It's right. Never ever. I've never seen that again. That's it doesn't happen so again. Weird. I've never seen it before this. It's the oddest thing. And so I just like, I got to talk about that. It's fucking weird. Um, anyway, Lori makes it to a stairwell where she finds the body of the other nurse who's been stabbed through the top of the head uh, and her, had her eyes removed, which seems really odd for Double M, who, by the way, is now finished with Octavia and is starting to stalk after Lori. Like, he's never, like, removed. It's not like Kane from, you know, from... Uh, 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 see, see no, no evil, evil yeah uh and so why is it ripping out eyeballs for no reason i, I don't get that that's yeah, so weird 
It doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's a little. Uh, he's not a mutilator. No, you know, he's, he's a, a he's killer. A violent, brutal killer, but he doesn't like. Yeah, he's not a mutilator. So like after you're dead, he doesn't, you know, play with your parts. Yeah, and then like, did he rip her eyes out first and then stab her in the head? That's just rude. Just, yeah, I don't get it. It was a weird choice. Um, so. She makes it outside and finds a guard post, which is locked, but she's able to climb in through an open window and hides underneath the desk. Uh, the security guard shows up, unlocks the door. She's like, help me, help me. And he's like, oh, shit. Like, uh, 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 wait here. I'll go get my car. And locks the door behind him, and he leaves. Um, his name is Buddy. Yeah, which I don't know why he would get his car, because if you're a security agent, security guard at the hospital, the girl is – I would think his first thing is like, all right, let me get you back to your room or let me get you to the hospital because obviously that's where you belong. Well, your, uh, your, her foot's like in a giant cast. Her arms are it was you know, like it, metal coming out of her arms. It was raining, yeah. have, totally, total downpour. All right, okay, so, maybe you know, rain. Yeah. Okay, keep it out of the rain. All right, I'll give you that one. Um, anyway, he locks the door behind him and he leaves. A few, it, All's quiet. A few moments pass. Um, he, later, he shows back up, only this time as he goes to unlock the door, he gets a fire axe. Hacked into his back. Bum, bum, bum. And he's dead. Miters murders him. So he's, uh, then starts going ape shit on the guard post, breaking through the walls with the axe. Lori's screaming as he tears through the wooden walls. And we just cut to Lori waking up screaming in her bed on October 29th, one year later, after the events of the first movie. Um, and right, right off the bat, that hospital scene, that whole best part of the movie, in my opinion. One of the best parts of the movie. It might have been. Yeah. yeah. Like, the, 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 it was good atmosphere. It was Michael Myers doing his fucking Michael Myers things. Maybe taking some liberties with some eyeballs. But, <laughs> but you know, it's it felt like Michael Myers is here in the house doing Michael Myers. Shit. Maybe with a little zo- Rob Zombie, you know, kiss to it. But, you know, from here on, it becomes a Rob Zombie movie, basically. Yeah. Speaking you know? of which, so... Speaking of Rob, let's just like every other fucking house in every Rob Zombie movie ever. This house is dark, dirty. It looks like a meth den. Um, it's just disgusting. Uh, so now we learn that Lori has moved in with Annie and her dad, Sheriff Brackett, which that pisses me off even more uh, that this house is just like the others because of being another filthy, dark, graffiti-covered house. I mean, for fuck's sake, this is the house of the town sheriff, not a crack house. I'm sorry. I don't get. I don't think the goddamn sheriff would live in a house like this, nor let his daughter and her friend spray paint pentagrams six 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 and the word fuck all over his walls and doors. <laughs> I don't buy that shit. Like I get okay in the first movie, the Michael Myers house. They were dirty, horrible, horrible fuck people. Part, fuck people. I get yeah. that. Fine. But this is the town sheriff, a respected man. It's a pretty decent looking white. Multi-story farmhouse. It's a nice house. But no, inside, it's just, fuck, pentagram, 666, graffiti. I'm like, who would do that? Who would let their kids do that? Like, it pisses me off. Fuck you, Rob Zombie, for this shit. Um, we also learned that Lori, we, then we basically go see Lori in a therapy session. Like I said, her therapist is Margot Kidder. This is a one-and-done scene. It never really ever comes back to play. It's just, I don't even know why it's here at this point. I guess it's to show that Lori's traumatized over the past events uh you think we, we, already, we already got that message already, yeah we've yeah. already gotten that and we see it you hear that she's taking pills she's it's we don't need this scene um anyway so we cut to the new dr loomis with his woman that's either like a publicist or like an assistant agent or yeah. a pr yeah. rep or something uh something along those lines 
And Loomis is now like this egotistical pseudo celebrity author on tour for his new book about Michael Myers. He's a fame hound. He's doing anything he can to get any sort of publicity. Yeah, one to hawk his book, but he also seems to really relish the spotlight. Yes, there you go. Good, great explanation. Um, so that's it. That's what we see. Uh, now we go back to Lori, who arrives at her place of work, which is an Uncle Meat's Java Cafe. Again, only Rob Zombie would come with the name Uncle Meat for a coffee house. Um, which, again, just like every other place, looks dirty, cluttered, and unappealing. The uh, dark coffee shop slash record store slash pawn shop is where we meet Lori's friend and co-worker, Maya Rockwell, played by Bria Grant. Uh, and can anyone tell me why pretty much every white chick in this movie has some sort of fucking dreadlocks? Like, even Lori has loose dreads coming down the side of her like everyone hair is look dirty and unkempt to go up the fucking houses they live in it's rob zombie i guess you know? jesus christ and what's with the dread like it's 2009 when this came out or something like, i don't remember white girls one row dreadlocks all they the don't it's <laughs> fucking rob zombie if you look at his album covers he's just nothing but, but dreads that, yeah. you like, know and he just, hey can we put more dreads in this movie hell yeah <laughs> Fucking Rob Zombie, man! Oh my god, I almost I almost spit my water out of it. Was being good. That that that's great. <laughs> I wish I had that sound bite. Oh my god, so good. Um, so uh, the other friend Harley David shows up, and uh, I wonder if they were sponsored by Harley Davidson in this movie at all, because lame name. Yeah. Um, shows up and they talk about some big Halloween party and their group themed costumes. Uh, we go back to Loomis, who's given a lecture or something, promoting his book. It doesn't fucking matter, so we're moving on. Now we cut to Hobo Myers wandering across the countryside. <laughs> so peaceful. It's so peaceful. It's this is, this is the, like, you got your heroes worth in this horrible shithole with fucking Rob Zombie dreads. And then they show Mike in this, like, the horrible killer in a very picturesque, nice place. Yeah. Um. And he comes uh, to a barn where inside we, he sees his mom dressed in white again. Uh, I just, I don't, I don't fucking get this. She talks to him about how Halloween is coming and he has to get ready. And then Myers, when Myers talks back to her, it's as little kid Mikey dressed in the clown costume. Uh, and I don't know. He says that they're counting on him to bring us home this year. And these fucking scenes, I, I, I don't get it. I guess it's just. Dum, 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 dum. I don't. <laughs> it's just fuck. Um, this is this is my little. I, I was gonna say it later. I'm just gonna say it now. I feel as if he's trying to be. Uh, this is definitely more of an artistic leap for him. You yeah. know, trying to. And I think he's definitely inspiring a lot of. He's drawing a lot from David Lynch. Like, if you've watched the Twin Peaks series, there's a lot of connections here, especially with some of the camera work, the, 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 the use of sound or lack thereof, as well as the fucking horse, you know, the white horse, <laughs> yeah. you know, which is not even that big a theme in Twin Peaks, but it's there once in a while. And you're like, that's fucking weird. But you just <laughs> go with it because it's a cool show. This one, it's like they're, it's, he's, he's using it too much, too, too much. Yeah. So. I, I will say one thing about this scene, this this one in particular, when he comes to the barn, is when he first walks into the barn and sees his mom standing there in the white dress. I will say it is a beautiful looking shot, the way she's backlit and the, you see the light rays coming through. It is, it's gorgeous looking that first shot, 
But this overall, like again, the mom in the white dress, Kitty Meyer, it, it's oh my god. And the and white, you know what? I'll give you. Would you set about setting up the shot? This movie is very pretty or very cool looking. It's got cool shots. There are some it's got really good some shot, good, yeah. some great cinematography. I got I gotta give credit where credit's due. It's it's uh it's it's cool to look at at times. Um, so there there's a compliment, Rob. <laughs> Uh, we cut to a truck filled with red, with a uh, filled with a redneck father, his his hot blonde daughter, and the father's buddy driving through a field at night. Uh, the daughter is telling the dad that he saw the hobo trespasser again. Uh, so basically, they're going out to find the trespasser and scare him off their land. Um, <laughs> they easily find Hobo Myers walking through the tall grass. Uh, the two guys get out of the truck. The father's armed with I think a baseball bat, and they walk up to Myers, who just stands there, and he's like. You motherfucker! You get off my line. I told you once. You, 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 get out of here! Get, 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 on, get, 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 get out of here! Uh, and Myers just stands and is like, "All right, motherfucker. Well, I told you gonna be like that. Well, okay then." <laughs> and they just start beating him down with the bat. They just start beating on Myers. Um, they beat the shit out of him uh, while cursing at him and tell him never come back or they'll kill him. Uh, the daughter at this point gets out of the truck feeling bad about this. She's like, "Daddy, stop! Daddy, stop!" Uh, she runs up Myers, kneels down next to him, and is like, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry they did this. And Dad's like, get back, get back in that car. Get, you, get, get. You gotta have sex with your brother tonight. Make me some grandbabies. Get in that truck. Uh, so uh, they get, they start loading back in the truck. Uh, we see, uh, they get ready to leave. Myers stands up, pulls out his mask, and puts it on. He pulls out this giant fucking Bowie knife. This thing's like almost like a small sword. Right. Uh, and then he just pops up next to the truck, grabbing the other guy, kills him by like snapping his neck. Like, I, I think that's what he's doing. Uh, he snaps his neck like a fucking Slim Jim. Oh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> then, uh, where were they? Uh, then he goes, uh, the father goes to attack Myers again, but this time he gets stabbed in the stomach or something. And then Myers impales the father on the giant fucking antlers that are attached to the hood of this truck. Um, it turns him into a hood ornament. The girl screams from the cab. Myers goes back to the other guy who's still alive a bit, brutally stabs him to death, then pulls the girl out of the truck by her ankle, ankle drags her a few feet away from the truck, and just starts stabbing the shit out of her game. We're going, hur, 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 hur. You know, that, and then that's it. They're dead. So what was that? that that's three, three. deaths. Oh, you're gonna do all three? <laughs> there you go. Three deaths. Uh, uh, we cut back to the bracket house where the uh, Annie, Lori, and Sheriff Brack are sitting down for a pizza dinner. Um, they talk about. I guess Lori suddenly became a vegan. They're talking about animal products, and Sheriff Brackett tells talks talk talks about some old western movie about a drunken cowboy who can't hit the broadside of the barn. Uh, and then this whole scene is interspliced with scenes of Myers eating a dog. Like getting killed, um, dude. Always with the fucking dogs. You think again, he'd like, it's, like, it's like it's something they have to keep from every Halloween sequel? Like he they, eats dogs. I know. It's like, come on, guys. Let's. Uh, it always bothers me to kill animals. Yeah, I bother too. Like, just why? I guess we're like you eat the dog. Like, but I guess he has some morals because he never eats the people. Like he could eat, he could eat the people he's murdered. Those three people he just murdered. But he kills the dog and eats the dog. And the dog wasn't even attacking him. Because when you see the dog, he's, he's in a cage in the back of the truck. Yeah. So it's like the dog was no threat to Myers, but he chose to kill the dog to eat. So I guess he just mm, has a More dog. dog. <laughs> he loves dog, apparently. Um, 
So Myerson goes to sleep and dreams of himself and child Myers talking to their mom, who this time is wearing a long black dress and black veil. In the dream, the mom tells him that she can't come home or no, that she can't come see them anymore at the hospital because basically she's dead. <laughs> so apparently, this is the first time I think we've ever seen Myers go to sleep. Yeah. Um, well, but, well, well, the resurrection, he does get woke, woken up by the Dangertainment crew. That is true. Yeah. He was downstairs <laughs> in the sewers sleeping like a fucking Ninja Turtle. But anyway. Just, eating, eating little splinters. That's what we're going with. Uh, well, so... The black and white dream then cuts to this. Oh, my God. Okay. Fuck off for this shit. So that black and white dream now cuts to Mama Myers and Child Myers standing in front of a giant skeleton, which is wearing the Michael Myers mask in the snow. I'm like, what the fuck is happening here? And if that's not fucking weird enough, now it shifts to a got freaky fucked up version of like the Mad Hatter Tea Party from Alice in Wonderland, or I think that's it. Otherwise, I just, it's a fucking freaky Thanksgiving dinner. I don't know. <laughs> but the main course is Lori, who's lying on the table looking dead, while the three freaky quote unquote people with weird pumpkin heads sit around the table drinking wine from these giant goblets like kings. Um, Mike Child Myers asks if they can be a family again. Mama Myers looks down and says, not yet. And then on that cue, like a dozen hands burst up through the table and start grabbing at Lori, who starts screaming and shaking. Dum, 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 dum. What the hell is happening in this movie? <laughs> what is this? And again, it's one of those artistic leaps of God making it like it's again it kind of a neat looking scene, but it's just fucking weird. I'm not saying it's not necessarily neat or uh, yeah, artistic for a horror movie, but it's like it's so out of place and unnecessary. Yes, it's just ugh. So again, we cut to Lori waking up in her bed, and then it cuts to October 30th, and we see Myers walking past the "Welcome to Haddonfield" sign. So he's now reached Haddonfield. Um, which again, like how far away was he really? That it took him a whole day to get back or more because well, this the, is the first movie ends. He's in hand until he gets shot. We see him loaded up into a van and get driven away to a coroner's office, which could be that far because then they explode a cow and he gets out and then he walks. It could have been taking him that long to get back to Hanfield. He could have been that far away. Where is that coroner's office? You would think they'd go to the hospital, right? Uh, it depends. If he's already dead and they want to take him, especially with a murder case, I I don't know. Okay. But they probably wouldn't take him. They probably would take him to a coroner. Uh, and it's a small town. It's not like there's one probably in Haddonfield. It's probably a couple okay. towns over. Maybe. I, I I don't know how coroner hours work. If there's coroners and you know, and again, if it's a small town, I think they just or take if it's him to county the hospital, or if it's so. county coroner, you know, it's like yeah, somewhere else okay. in the county. You maybe know. I yeah. I know. it's still weird. Um. So we go back to Loomis, who is finishing up an interview with some local news, the local news channel, Hot Blonde Reporter. Uh, turns out Loomis, I guess, is staying in town for a bit. Uh, uh, he and his PR publicist chick uh, get into a disagreement, disagreement or the fact that I think Loomis is going to stay in either the old Myers house or the house where maybe the original killings happened. or not real sure. It's never really mentioned. They just keep saying, this is in poor taste. You shouldn't be staying here. You shouldn't be doing this. And Loomis is like, Fuck that. I'm selling the sizzle, not the steak. And this is PR. And PR is good PR and blah, 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 blah. 
So I'm not really sure where he's supposed to be staying. It doesn't fucking matter because you never really see him in this place anyway. So what do you think of the Loomis storyline that they have going on? Because it, 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 he, he just keeps popping up and popping up and popping up. And, you know, it just sucks you out of any... Because it's not tied to what's happened with Michael's journey. Yeah. You know, and his fucking visualizations and weird trippy stuff. It's just all of a sudden like such a switch in, in theme. You know, I'm like, it's it's kind of... Yeah, I don't know how I feel about it. I, I know you have to have Loomis in the movie because, you know, it's he's an integral part to the, the franchise at this point. Um, and I get that they're trying to do a different take on Loomis, a more modern, like, well, this was a real guy, and he wrote these books. He could turn out to be he a scumbag. Would, yeah. This could very possibly happen. He couldn't be mm-hmm. a fame hound, and, you know, he thinks Myers is dead still, and he's not, nothing to worry about. He's just living off the fame. and, and But... I mean, it is a very drastic personality change because in the first movie, I don't re- again, I haven't watched it in years, but I don't remember. He plays it. pretty close. He's, he's, he's pretty straight Loomis from uh, yeah. you know the original series. Yeah, I don't remember being that much of an egomaniac, yeah. or he was he was definitely more concerned about actually, I guess, getting to the root of Myers or figuring it out and being like a doctor, and instead of you know like this fame chasing guy he is now with the ego. Um, so it's. It's a, kind of a big leap. It's not necessarily unrealistic, but I, you know, I see where they're going. But I don't know. Yeah, but it does kind of kill the flow at times, and 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 I, I don't know. Maybe they don't need to go to him as much as they do. A few scenes, you kind of already get the idea. Okay, he's changed. He's becoming an egomaniac mm-hmm. now. He's chasing the fame. Maybe you know, you can grab his Malcolm McDonald, so you're not going to cut him out too much. You have yeah. your fame, but yeah, maybe if some lesser scenes, you don't need as much of this, but. He's also a poon hound too. He's he's trying to hit on this, you know, news reporter. But you know, whatever, good for him, I guess. <laughs> uh, so next, we see Lori having dreams of her father's murder, her stepfather. This one, only this time, she's the one killing him, and she kills him the same way Myers killed his father in the first movie by duct taping him to a chair and slitting his throat. Um, she's she's also dressed in the same clown costume that Myers is was as a kid. So, this scene is also accompanied by, you fucking bitch, I'm going to kill you, die, 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 you fucking bitch, and various, and, and different variations of that, over, and, and over, over, and over again, to the point where it's just like, noise pollution, like, I'm, I just want to turn this off, I right. don't, I'm, I'm, why am I listening to this? But here we are. Here we are. Thank you, Rob Zombie, for your amazing writing skills. Hell yeah! <laughs> Oh God. Um, so yeah, I don't know what's happening. It, it's just, I don't know what to do. Dum, 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 dum. Real. I'm getting real tired of that button. I'm <laughs> <laughs> You're hearing a lot more. Um, real, I guess, Lori now starts having seizures and spazzing out. And again, I'm not a medical expert, Aaron, but I've never seen anyone or thought it was even possible to have seizures while standing up. Like, I thought you have seizures. You normally fall to the floor. You yep. have them in your bed. She's standing in the corner, twitching like she's being like electrocuted, like a stun gunner. She's like, and, but she's having these freaking crazy seizures, but she still manages to stay standing up. Yeah. That seems medically impossible to me. Um, now, there's during this, we also get flashes of Annie's face covered in blood. Uh Mama Myers standing behind a stone altar with her arms outstretched like she's Jesus. Below her is in a glass coffin is Lori. 
Uh, and we see Lori screaming out obscenities to the camera, <laughs> and she's wearing an upside-down cross on her head that's painted on in blood. Of course. Again, all I can say is that this is fucking pure trash. It's god-awful. Sorry, Aaron. Dum, 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 dum. Um, again, we cut to Lori waking up in bed for, like, this is, like, the third or fourth Dude, time you're totally already. right. Yeah, we've, we've, we've gone back to this a lot. I can't, know? like, we get the idea. She has bad dreams or hallucinations. We get it, Rob. Enough. <laughs> we see Brad. Is he, is he draguling this out? <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Oh, I don't have a rim shot for that one. Oh, uh, that's all right. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the closest thing to a rim shot or shots I have is, uh, let me see. There. <laughs> rim shots. It's <laughs> <laughs> a stretch, man. I like it. It's a stretch. Um, You're over, all over the keyboard today, man. You're like, sound effect, sound effect. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where was it? So we see Brackett and Lori watching the Loomis TV interviews. They're in different rooms, but they're watching the same Loomis TV interview. Uh, Loomis talks about his new book and some startling new facts that have come to light. And he uh, and then he downplays the fact that Meyer's body went missing. He's like, yeah, whatever. It's fine. You'll show up. You should ask the cops about that, not me. And blah, blah, blah. Uh, excuse me. So now we go to the Rabbit and Red Strip Club. Where we, and I remember that's where his mama Myers worked in the first movie when she if, was young. Of course. Got to go to a dirty, gross strip club. Yeah. Which, Rob Zombie. Rob Zombie. Uh we meet the club's owner, one of the strippers, and I guess the club's bouncer, I'm guessing, sitting around the completely empty club. There's nobody in it. Um, the strippers on stage dancing for no one. The owner calls everyone over to show them a TV news spot that he's on while dressed like Frankenstein's monster. Um, the owner tells the bouncer to take out the trash, and so out back, the bouncer runs into Myers by the dumpster. He trash talks Myers for a bit, saying, Trying to scare him off. I was like, I'm in no mood. I already sent three guys to a hospital tonight. Blah, blah, blah. I'll do that to you. Even though Myers is like a fucking giant to this guy. Um, but Myers just kills him by curb stomping his skull to a pulp. Like just brutal. Just curb stomp after I, curb. I did like that. Yeah. So he's dead. Myers goes into the club and finds the owner banging the stripper doggy style on a table while wearing the Frankenstein mask thingy. Um <laughs> The owner shouts at Myers to leave, but of course we know where this is going. Um, the owner pulls out a gun, but instead of shooting Myers from a safe distance, he walks up to him. He just walks up oh. to Myers, and that's when Myers just grabs him and starts slamming the owner against the walls. The stripper runs out of the room screen, but of course she trips in her stilettos or whatever and falls in the hallway. She looks up and sees the bouncer's body hanging from like some rope lights or something. Um, and his his head looks just like a like a smashed pumpkin. Yeah, it doesn't look great because this was like great. a big reveal and it should be gruesome. And it just I'm like, what the f what? I'm trying to make sense of that. What am I looking at here? Yeah, and then like, the scene's over, and I'm like, well, it's like you left a pumpkin right on your doorstep for like a month. That's yeah, kind of like yeah. what and, his that, head looks like. But that sounds cool the way you say it, but it wasn't. It did not no. look good. Yeah, it, it just it, it just it, it was I was confused. Or like chewed gum. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like chewed That's gum. just like just moosh. Yeah. You know, there was no semblance of skull in any way, shape, or form. It was just like a, a body with a yeah, big, like, like a lot of gum on top. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so the owner comes stumbling out from his office, bloody, his arms broken. Like, literally, like, the, his forearm, wherever bone that is, tibula, uh, uh, is, like, sticking out of his arm. Um, Myers follows him out, slams the owner against the wall. The owner drops, like, a sack of bricks, dead, I 
think, I guess, because we never see him again. So. I'm assuming so, yeah. He's dead. Uh, and then he grabs the stripper and starts smashing her face repeatedly into a mirrored wall until she's dead. So, there it, we go. <laughs> this scene, I thought this was kind of funny. I, I don't know if you picked up on it or not. Every time he smashed her face into the mirror, it made this same exact window or like mirror shattering effect. Yeah. But like, the exact same one over and over and over and over again. I think so. It I wasn't like, you know, it's like the first break of any glass is going to be the biggest, yeah. most impact. And then it's going to go quieter and quieter because it just, everything's the just frag- shattered. Yeah, everything's broken. Everything's just broken. But it's every single time. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, no, yeah. I think you're right on that. Yeah. I was like, that's stupid. <laughs> I could hit the button. No. <laughs> Do it. Dum, 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 dum. Yeah. <laughs> um. So we jump in now to October 31st, Halloween. Uh, Brackets reading Loomis's new book and reads something that bothers them. He instantly calls Annie at home looking for Lori, but Annie's like, no, she's not here. She's gone out. And he's like, well. Try to find her, and if you find her, just tell her I need to talk to her, keep her at the house, blah, blah, blah. You know, we don't know. So, that's it. Excuse me. Next is a scene of Loomis having a book sign, I guess, at a local Hanfield bookstore or something. And he gets yelled at by Linda's father. Uh, Linda, if you don't know or remember, is one of the girls played by Christina Klebb uh, that Myers killed in the first movie. So... Uh, the father's like, how dare you write this book? And fuck you, she's my daughter. Look at her picture and blah, blah, blah. You're a monster. Well, you know, it's whatever. We move on. Yeah, so at this point, again, stretching, you know, it, he works for obviously a major publisher, right? A major uh, distributor. He's got a fucking book signing going on. I think it's Penguin Publishing. <laughs> but the thing is, if he's writing about people's lives without getting permission from the families or, you know, ex- letting out details and stuff like that. It's like you're flirting with a lawsuit. They would make sure they would get permission from these people. And it becomes, it becomes even a bigger issue in just a moment of the things you would put into a book. No publisher is going to be like, oh, yeah, you didn't talk to anybody about this. You didn't approach the family and say you're going to write this. You didn't get permission. You didn't get, like, a blessing or anything. You're just going to, fine, go for it. There's so <laughs> much legal issues right there. Uh, Sorry. Yeah, no, to- that, no, that's probably a good point. I didn't, I didn't think about that. Um the legalities of it, but because some of that might have been, you know, public knowledge at that point. Because it, it's a year later, they pretty know the murders happened. Well, the the one murders. part that's coming up is definitely yeah, the okay. one that's, you know, that's um, the, that's the one that really screamed at me. So we cut to Lori now sitting in her car reading Loomis's book. After reading it, she starts freaking out and screaming. And this is where she learns that she's Michael Myers' sister, and her birth name is Angel. She just learned this from the fucking book. The fucking book. <laughs> Come on. Uh, and then this is the point where it's like, oh, yeah, by the way, I should probably talk to Lori about this. By the way, you're not Lori Strode. <laughs> Your name is Angel Myers. Angel. Fuck. I know. It's such a stupid. Oh. I'm sorry. Like, come on. Really, Rob? Like, this is where we're going. Uh, also, I, I'm not, like, how did Loomis find that out? Granted, he's a doctor, but if it's an adoption, most adoptions are... Well, I don't know if they're sealed. He would, she wouldn't know. There's a lot of HIPAA issues going on yeah, here. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, how he He's playing of... fast and loose with the law. Yeah. She returns home to Brackett's house, storms up to her room, and he's like, whoa, whoa, hey, I've been trying to find you. Calm down. What's wrong? And Lori just grabs some clothes, and she's like, I'm fucking out of here. I'm leaving. I'm getting the fuck, fuck out of this fuck, place. Fuck, fuck, fuck. And, uh, she's like, and he's like, calm down. What's going on? Uh, 
and Lori, you know, like, well, call my dad. He'll be right. He wants to talk to you. And Lori's like, well, tell, tell, tell your dad that Angel says, fuck you, and then storms out of the house, gets in her car, and drives away. Classy. Yeah. She drives around town drinking and driving while screaming out the window that she's Michael Myers' sister. And Was all she shit. digging through the ditches and burning Burn through, through the, the witches? witches. <laughs> Dracula. Hell yeah! <laughs> If she's careful, if she's not careful, she's gonna wind up a living dead girl. Oh man, yeah. rimshot again. <laughs> <laughs> I want to have a rimshot, but we'll do that. Um, so she drives around, and then, she, uh, like I said, she uh, we we cut back to uh, Bracket uh, tells one of his men to go stand guard at his house. Uh, Lori heads over to her friend's house, which no one's fucking surprised is also a dark, dirty, filthy meth den. <laughs> Um, Lori decides Hannah's got a real problem with real estate. Their real estate prices got to be really shitty. It's like you've heard of heroin chic. This is meth chic. Yeah, you know? it's bad. Uh, so Lori decides this point. Their she, interior decorators in Hanfield are fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> we got. We'll put a put an indigent man here in the corner <laughs> with a needle hanging on his arm. We gotta make sure there's tons. We gotta really increase the graffiti here, guys. We gotta fuck up this wall, yeah. literally. Let's write fuck, fuck, fuck. And All right, there we go. Lighting, fuck those white lights. Red light everywhere. Everyone's yep. got red light. No, All right. No natural light in this place whatsoever. Ah, beautiful. <laughs> um, Lori says she wants to get drunk and fucked up tonight. She's like, I'm tired of being a good girl. I'm gonna, get, I'm blah blah blah. I'm just get fucked up. Hell yeah! I mean, it just works for so many things. Does, I'm, I'm, I'm so, really I feel does. like I'm beating, I'm breaking the fuck meter, I'm breaking the hell yeah meter. But it's just so work much fun. It. It's yep. so much fun to do. Work, do it. Um, so they all decide to change in their costumes and go to the Halloween party. So we're gonna skip ahead to said party, where two of the three girls are dressed up like characters from Rocky Horror Picture Show. Uh, Magenta Harley, and Columbia. Harley David is Tim Curry's character, and I believe that's Tim Curry's character. Uh, and Lori is this maid character, uh, while Bria Grant is dressed up as like a showgirl, dressed in like gold sequins or something. Not it's real sure. I Columbia, don't know. Columbia from Rocky Horror. Is it? Yeah. I'm not that familiar with the movie. So I actually it, can't stand was, that movie. Oh really? I I hate the movie. I hate how apeshit everybody goes over it. So I got so sick of it. I never want to watch it. I can't stand the time warp music. If I hear that one more time, I'm like like fuck. Oh, I hate this music. I hate this movie. That's a shame. It's it's a fun one. You know, I I, I totally get it. It's beaten about yeah. our heads and shoulders all over, like around Halloween time. It's all like constantly. Rocky Horror and fucking Hocus Pocus. I want those movies like like go to way of the ET cartridge, just bury them in the desert somewhere. How so dare you? Deal with them anymore. Sully the name of Hocus Pocus. <laughs> How dare you, Marshall? That Midler. <laughs> She's such a gem. How could you? She sings. She she you know she acts well. She's I don't know. If she danced. Maybe she did at one point. You know, but still, I'm sure she was a triple threat back in the day. But, uh, yeah, she's a gem. Come on. She's fantastic. Uh, I think the problem with Bette Midler I have is that when I, there was a girl I went to college with in the theater department who was Bette Midler obsessed. Would uh. not shut up about Bette Midler and sing songs by Bette Midler. Like, and it got me before, like, I never want to hear the name or see her or do anything with her ever, ever again. And so I think that's part of the reason. I was like, I fuck Bette Midler. I can't stand this girl. <laughs> Um, anyway, so, okay, so all three of them are Rocky Horror Picture characters. Great. Okay. Um, anyway, Harley Dave, the girl dressed as Tim Curry's kicker, hooks up with some guy dressed as a werewolf, and they go off to bang in his van. Do you remember the name of Frank, of, uh, Tim Curry's character? I hear it will come to me. It's, um, I'm not sorry, man, but the I doctor. Knew- I'll tell you, he is a doctor. <laughs> uh, Frank. 
Franken Glover Franken Frankenfurter Frankenfurter yeah okay um Frankenhooker <laughs> that's, that's a bad movie um so anyway I, for, okay so here's what I want I want to talk about this party real quick because this this party is such bullshit uh, I have never been to seen or heard of a Halloween party like this this is one of those only in the movies types of parties um, there's a live band playing on a stage with naked chicks dancing on stage in like in a cage, I think. Um, there's like hundreds of high school kids and college age kids here. Booze and drugs everywhere. There's like hundreds of carved jack-o'-lanterns all over the place. Special lighting. Like, I'm saying, who the fuck had the time and the money to do all this? This level of production is insane for basically a barn party in had this is in LA. It's not like an LA right. super, that one makes maybe makes it this is fucking Hadfield, Illinois, like corn capital of America out in the middle of nowhere, and they have like a million dollar party budget to put on this Halloween show. Dude, I was so beaten down by this movie. I didn't even think about that, but you're fucking nailed it. It's like what you're totally right. If anything, it would be a bunch of high school couch kids sitting in a barn drinking like beers and like whiskey out of like, a bottle. Like like in Freddy vs. Jason. You're like they yeah. had a rave, but it was obviously in a cornfield. Exactly. It, yeah. Exactly. And that you know. makes more sense. Yeah. This was again in angry. Like nobody would have this type of party. High school kids, college kids in this town can, could not afford or have the means to do this. And where did they get the fucking naked dancers that agree to do this too? There's high school kids. They're college kids. <laughs> Strippers are like that's. You don't know there's minors there. Their dads are on tits hanging out everywhere. And I, I didn't mind it. I mean, of course I didn't mind it. Some dads have great tits, but I'm just saying, this is so unbelievable. Like, it's... No. No. Damn it. I can't think of you the name of the album. No. What is it? No. It's a Rob Zombie album. It's like Sex Swinging or a Sex Swinging... I don't know uh, Damn it. Oh. I had something, and now I can't think of the name of the fucking album. Shit. I'm sorry. Uh... So, yeah, I just, I, the party bothered me. Anyway, Werewolf Boy leaves the van to go piss. And the mother, like, they're making a heart, like, oh, I, oh, I gotta go pee. Oh, um, well, yeah, where she hooked up with, she's hooking up with. Yeah, they're in the van. And I got a total Michael Sarah vibe from this guy. Michael Sarah esque yeah, yeah, he's kind of this dorky, like, yeah, all the ladies love me. He's kind of de- geeky, but somehow so hooked up with the hot girl with the great body. Kind of, kind of cool, geeky guy. Yeah, yeah a total Michael then, Sarah vibe. It really makes, like, I'm looking at the, because, Harley David kind of seemed like a, she was also a very promiscuous girl, but also came more like, I want to say snobbier of the three. Like, I didn't believe the fact that this girl would be hooking up with that guy. And the way he's talking and acting. Like, he's acting like he's never been with a girl in his entire life. And he's all show, and she's like, finds it like all into him. Like, I don't know. It didn't seem plausible to me, but whatever. Uh, Werewolf Boy goes to take a piss. And he pees and pretty much instantly gets stabbed and killed by Myers. It's really fast. You barely see it. It's done. It's over. He's dead. Myers then goes to the van, kills Tim Curry, Harley David, uh, and one of the lamest kills in the movie, while Lori and Bria Grant dance on a table at the party, I think. And like I said, this kill is fucking lame because he just breaks through the window and like chokes Chokes her her out with one hand and she's dead. So, fuck that. Uh, at this point, we see Loomis watching himself on a talk show that's hosted by Chris Hardwick. 
alongside Weird Al Yankovic, and Loomis is just bombing and looking like a terrible person. I <laughs> do like this part. I like it. I thought it was funny. I like Weird Al. I was I really happy. Yeah, I, I really liked when he walked in, when he came on the set, and he was, you know, it's like, oh, hi, Mr. Weird. <laughs> I was like, that's funny. <laughs> Yeah, our, our, Weird Al stole the show. <laughs> I talked about the hospital scene in the beginning being the best part. Nope, nah, no, going, that's the totally, totally going back on that. Weird Al, baby. Um, in the middle of the party, Lori starts having visions of Mama Myers and Child Myers standing there in falling snow looking at her. Mama Myers tells her that it's almost time for Lori to, uh, uh, for Lori to come home. Uh, she gets grabbed from behind by adult Myers and starts freaking out and screaming, which no one in the party even knows or fucking cares about until Bria Grant comes up and grabs her. And is like, hey, snap out of it. And like, you're drunk. Let's get you out of here. So again, more hallucinations of Mama Myers, which this is what I'm going to say now because I, I might not remember to bring this up at the end because there's a lot to get through. But the thing that pisses me off, like I don't, is apparently this, shared hallucinations like that's what like okay michael has hallucinations he's the crazy one he's proved he can have hallucinations with his mom and that he he's met he's seen mm -hmm. he knows what she looks like right and child him whatever fine he's crazy it's still dumb, it's dumb, still dumb, 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 dumb but whatever it's believable because it's him but now Lori is having a, like okay maybe she has hallucinations sure but why would she have the exact same hallucinations of myers and of a woman who she's never seen before or knows what she looks like. So is this what it's spilling into that David Lynchian type of thing where there's it's it's like a spiritual thing, like an actual physical manifestation, an evil force that, you know, is manifested by Michael Myers, which is now creeping it like at, taking root in Lori's psyche as well. And, and it, if so, let's just focus a little bit more on that. Let's try and explain that a little bit more. Because if that's the road you're going down, fine. Just give me a little bit more to go with it because I agree with you. All we're seeing is just people hallucinating the same thing. It's like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it doesn't. But if you, if you if we spent a little bit more time, like, maybe, maybe explaining it that way, maybe I'm, maybe I'm doing his fucking job for I, him, you Lori know? Lori was, like, a newborn at the beginning of the first movie. When, so she would not remember seeing or know what her mom looked like at all. And certainly since the events of that, no one showed her a picture of her. She's never seen her. She just found out. Yeah. Like, so why is she hallucinating what Mama Myers looks like if she's never... It, it, this is so fucking stupid. Dum, 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 dum. I just... I can't. I, I just can't with this. So anyway, so Bria takes Lori. They start leaving the party. Meanwhile, Annie's hanging out alone back at the house. Uh, Myers shows up there, even though he was just at the fucking farm. The barn party out in the middle of fucking nowhere. But now he's at Brackett's house. How does he even know where, which house is Brackett's? How does he know which house is the right house? He wouldn't know that. But he does. And he shows up. And he kills the deputy that was on guard by the house by snap Again, snapping his fucking neck like a goddamn Slim Jim again. Uh, get oh, my yeah. There's Macho Man. So it's another neck break? Another neck break. Yeah, he's never going to stop with these, <laughs> with these neck breaks. Nope. Never gonna stop. <laughs> Never gonna stop. God damn it. You can get me with those. Um, so, Annie then heads upstairs to the bathroom, and she walks past one of the open doors, and we see Mama Myers and Child Myers standing there watching her. I'm like, what? Why, why the hell would they be there? 
Lori's not there to see them. Myers is outside. Annie's not having hallucinations. It makes zero fucking sense. Maybe this is so... No. 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 I don't... I can't. I can't handle this. There's no reason why those hallucinations should be in that room. At all. Okay. <laughs> you can you can talk to Rob Zombie about it. Right? Yeah. yeah. Rob, I'm, call me. <laughs> You're not going to be kind to call him. You're not going to call you. Damn right. You got some explaining to do. Contact me. How? Call our hotline. Yeah. <laughs> I, forgot. Um, I forgot about our hotline. Yeah, yeah but nobody, nobody fucking used it. <laughs> we're awesome. Yeah, we're great. <laughs> Um, in the bathroom, Annie starts getting ready to brush her teeth, and she looks over, and there in the shower is Mikey. I'm like, what? So, I'm like, really? This is pure fucking ninja magic at its best. He was just outside killing the deputy, but now he somehow managed to get into the house, and not just into the house, but up the stairs and into the shower without being seen or heard. And this Myers is a large boy. Remember... Two grown men could barely pick his ass up and put him into a van. He ain't stealth around. He's a clumbersome, loud motherfucker. There's no way he gets into this position without being seen or heard. It's not like he's sneaking around with wrestling shoes trying to be quiet as possible. He's got big fucking boots. boots. He's, he's, like, a, he's, bonk, a, yeah. bonk, he's a fucking bonk. hobo at this point. He's, a guy, he's, he's the size of a piano. And he probably you know? stinks like shit. I mean, he's covered in blood. He hasn't probably bathed in a year or more. He's Come on. This is re- fucking ridiculous. So now the movie goes into slow motion as Annie takes off Ryan from Myers. And this is where I got a, another David Lynch feel. In Twin Peaks, there's a scene um, where uh, the, main, the Laura Palmer is getting chased around and it's uh, by the killer. And it's slowed down in slow motion. The lighting's cool. You can hear like, oh, it's real, like, it's kind of disturbing. It's a really cool scene and shot. And I'm looking at this, and bam, right off the bat, I'm just like, oh, this motherfucker's jocking David Lynch. (laughs) You're jocking the white horse. You're jocking the slow-mo kill. You're doing, what the fuck, man? So, yeah, the, the screen just goes black at this point. And we just hear Annie crying and screaming. We hear Myers roaring, making sorts of guttural noises. And the sounds of a struggle and just her murder. (laughs) (laughs) Sand person. (laughs) Uh, We cut back to Bria pulling up outside to drop Lori off. The two of them head inside. And Lori is surprisingly pretty sober all of a sudden. After like being so fucking drunk, she couldn't even stand up or do anything. Takes a hit of meth. She's fine. I guess. Yeah. they head upstairs to find the place trash, and we get flashes of Annie's murder as they walk around looking at the, the devastation. Lori finds Annie naked, clinging to life on the bathroom floor. She sends Bria downstairs to call 911. Um, Bria, a.k.a. Maya, uh, is on the phone. She rushes outside the house real quick to get the address off the side of the house. And that's when she gets grabbed from behind and pulled back into the house by Myers, who kills her by just... Repeated stabbings. Nothing. It just. So, there. She's dead. I killed Annie. <laughs> well, what was it in number two? When the, the sheriff. He's telling Sheriff Braggin that Annie is one of the ones that was killed in the original movie. It's like, one of them was a Annie. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, this is Maya. 
so we cut to the sheriff's office real quick, and Brackett gets told that 911 call just came from his house. So they all get out. They rush off. Back at the house, Annie dies in Lori's arms. <clears throat> Myers then starts breaking through the door, forcing Lori to run out the other side. It's, it's like a double door bathroom thing. Two different two entrances. Um, Lori makes it outside and runs off into the woods. Smart. Yeah. <laughs> um, Brackett and the entire sheriff department at this point arrive to find the bloodbath in his house. Uh, Lori runs through the woods till she comes to a road where she tries to flag down some passing cars. A car finally stops for her. The driver gets out to try to help her. He tells her that he's going to, and the like, hey, okay, I'm gonna, I got to get to the hospital. You look mess. I'm going to get to the hospital. He loads her into her car. And he goes around to get back into his car, side, the driver's side, and that's when he gets uh, grabbed and killed by Myers. Again, just another stabbing. He's dead. Myers then literally lifts up the fucking car and flips it down a hill where it rolls in, like, rolls over, crashes into a tree, and catches on fire, knocking Lori out in the process. She's out cold. So holy <laughs> fucking shit, this guy just picked up a car and flipped it. So he just became like... Thor Bruns or Thor like uh, half Thor uh, the mountain the guy who plays the mountain he holds the world record for the most the biggest deadlift all right half Thor he picked up a fucking car Marshall <laughs> I'm trying to make a connection I don't I was trying to figure that that connection uh, yeah um, I gotta say Braun Strowman who flipped an ambulance on an episode of Raw a few years ago <laughs> um, really yeah Ooh. flipped an ambulance with Roman Reigns still inside. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Hey oh man my has, God. That man has a family. <laughs> I miss JR. I miss JR. Yeah. yeah. He's oh. on A&W now. Or he, AE, not A&W. That's Reaper. <laughs> AEW. <laughs> JR's A&W root beer. It's a slobber knocker. <laughs> it's a slobber knocker. <laughs> Give him JR's barbecue sauce. I will say, you know, good luck, JR. Apparently, he's been diagnosed with skin cancer. So, hope, hopefully, he'll be all right. Yes. I agree. Best wishes. Um... Where were we? Oh, car flipping. That's right. Uh, then we see Mama Myers and Child Myers leading Adult Myers. Oh, dude. Who is carrying the up- unconscious Lori away as from the, the burning car. As the car explodes in, in the, the background. background. <laughs> <laughs> it's something like an Expendables movie. I'm just like, oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like this like crossfading shot. Like they're walking a bit and then they crossfade and they're closer to the screen. Crosshairs a bit more, they're closer to the screen, and the car explodes in the back. It's such a weird, weird fucking shot. I didn't hate it, but it was pretty funny. <laughs> um, back in the house, Brackett gets told that a witness saw Myers carrying a girl away from a wreck. Uh, what witness? I have no fucking clue that w- who that would possibly be, because there was nobody around when that happened. Um, well, would you come around? Would you make your presence known? I'd be like, fuck that. <laughs> just saw a guy lift a car, and now car. he's got some spooky-ooky spirits hanging out with him <laughs> as they're doing a fucking walk-away expendable style. Yeah, I'm not going to be like, from the explosion. I'm going to make sure my presence is not felt. Um, good point. Uh, we come back to Myers, who is now taking Lori to an old rundown shack out in the middle of nowhere. Sure. Ghost Mama Myers is telling Lori to say, I love you, Mommy. Uh, which, okay. Let me take a breath here because, um, you got your finger ready. I can see it. Get ready for a lot of fingers. Um, a lot of fingers. Lot of fuck, you. fuck you. <laughs> this, 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 uh, this ending, 
This scene. Holy fuck. Get right. go, come on, let's so, go. <laughs> all right, so Lori's in there being held restrained by Kid Myers. Baby Myers basically is holding Lori down on the ground and restraining her. She's screaming, let me go, let me go. Ah! Mama Myers is standing in front of her just saying, uh, basically say, now repeat after me. Say, I love you, Mommy. I love you, Mommy. I love you, Mommy. And then Lori's just like, all right. I love you, Mommy. I love you, Mommy. I love you, Mommy. And it, it all this, and then adult Myers is just standing in the corner watching this whole go down just like a statue. He's just standing there. Uh, Lori starts saying, I love you, Mommy, over and over, and then screams, let me go, let me go. And that's when lights from a helicopter spotlight Fill the shack through all the broken boards. Would you call it Black Sunshine? Black Sunshine. That's another Rob Zombie. I know. I was waiting for you. But I was about ready, I was about ready to let you go. Hey, I was waiting for you. Hell yeah! Yeah, there you go. I was waiting for that. Um, and then along with the, the red and blue slashers of police sirens. Are, are, are I felt like that one was a stretch, but hey, why not? Yeah, why not? Uh, this whole movie is a stretch. So I don't know that many Rob Zombie songs. I think I'm exhausted. All of them. <laughs> um, Isn't there one called Astro Creep? I think or so. is that an album? That might be an album. Oh, I think it's an album. Yeah. They could still use I it. I think he did a Brick House one. Did he remake Brick House? It, uh, like the the funk? Yeah, like, like a Brick House. I think he did something about a Brick House at one point. Weird. Yeah. I don't know about that. I have a one Rob like a, a one Rob Zombie album. It's like a Grace. I don't know if it's a Grace Days, but yeah. a collection <laughs> of stuff. And uh, I think there's something about a Brick House on there. Black Sunshine is one of them. Yeah, I, like on this, I like this white and There's one about stuff. a car, like Thunderfuck or Thunder yeah. or something mm-hmm. like that. There's mm-hmm. a car one. Um, not to be confused with Dragula, another car one, I guess. But anyway, so uh, this is where I throw my out. God, this is where shit gets real stupid. <laughs> I literally have that in my nose. Uh, brackets on the bullhorn telling them that they're surrounded to surrender. At this point, Loomis is back at his fancy place. So, again, he's not, clearly not in that rundown house we saw him doing the interview. And this is a nice pad somewhere. Which again? Why is he still in Hanfield? Like, if he's so rich, like I don't understand where he is. He's in a. It, they they show him in a nice ass hotel. Is it a hotel? Yeah, it's a uh, nice ass place. Yeah, it's not well, a hotel. I was I was thinking it's a hotel again. Doesn't match fucking Haddonfield. No, they're not. They're gonna have like a. This is the one building, one place that's actually nice. It's not all decrepit, dark, and graffiti covered. <laughs> uh, that's what I'm like. I don't know where he is. If this is his house, a hotel. Where he is in this in this universe, it and we see him sense. traveling all over the place, yeah. doing book signings and stuff. He was on TV, which I'm sure well, he's that was be... probably like Chicago, maybe uh, uh, Illinois, maybe Chicago, maybe, or he, or he flew to LA or New, or New York. York. But so, yeah, he's all over the place at this point. I have no idea where he. And really they never is. make an assemblance that he's actually around. No, like he's they, he except, doesn't. Well, except the one interview where he does, where he says, "I'm going to be staying in town for a few days," and it's the Haddonfield News. But again, we don't know what house it is. It's not. I don't think that's the old Myers house from the first movie. So I don't know if that's the house from like. If it is, they did a really great job. Maybe the Johns uh, came in and did a little of the. Yeah, the, they, well, they they spruced the place or up. Or it's supposed to be like the house that Lori babysat in the first one, or where Linda was killed. I don't know. I don't remember. But now, yeah. But that house was clearly not this place where we see him at now. So I don't know where he is. But he's watching this footage on the news, and he just rushes out of his whatever place this is, and he instantly shows up at the crime scene or not or the hostage scene. there he is he's just there so like where the fuck is he um bracket punches loomis in the face the moment he sees him he's like i want to shoot you i want to shoot you so bad ah! and he's restrained by dauber and um <laughs> a 
I've ever seen a dauber from coaches in this and one deputies. But <laughs> <laughs> all you people don't know what the fuck coach is in the old sitcom. Oh yeah, man, boom hour, <laughs> come on. Um, so uh, uh, Loomis just says, hey, I'm here. I just want to help. I, I just want to help. Uh, and he's like, Myers is never gonna, going to respond to a hostage negotiation. But Bragg's like, Bragg's like, get the fuck out, get the hell out of here. I don't want to hear anything I have to say. Just leave. And again, Dauber tries to escort him off, but Myers like, or Lewis like, no, no, dude, fine, I'm good. I can walk from here. And I got I'm, it. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty convinced by this, honestly. I'm like, okay, he looks like he really wants to help, and they're like, fuck off. It's like yeah. this is the fucking doctor. This is the guy who knows Michael best. Wouldn't right. you I, I at least that. want him around? I get that, but I think at this point, you also, Loomis just found his dead daughter from Myers. And he's, Fair, yeah, yeah, and yeah. He's yeah. blaming Loomis for part of that too. So he's, one of them was Andy. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so anyway, Loomis says Fane's leaving, and then he just takes off running and runs right to the shack. He's like, and Bragg's like, "Fuck, Loomis, get the fuck out of there!" I was like, Loomis but, like, "Oh, doc, uh, sheriff, I owe you this. I owe this to you. I gotta make it right." But I did like that because it kind of fit with his character, even in his moment of trying to do the right thing. He still got to put on the show. He's, like, he's yeah. in the spotlight, yelling yep. at like he's the literally in a spotlight <laughs> from the helicopter. He's literally in a spotlight. Um, oh, that's funny. Yes. Um, so, uh, in the shack, he goes in the shack, and we see Child Myers still holding Lori down, while Mama Myers and Adult Myers just stand there looking on. Loomis tells Myers that Lori needs to come with him, that she's an instant girl and she needs to come with him. He turns to Lori and telling Lori, hey, come with me. We got to go. Come with me right now. And she's like, I can't. I can't. He's holding me down. And Loomis is saying, like, there's no one there, Lori. It's on your head. There's no one there. Excuse me, and then the camera shows that we see that yeah, Grant, there is no one. Lori's just rolling around, screaming, wiggling, around, wiggling around the screaming, ground yeah. by herself. Loomis starts screaming, "Stop it! Stop it!" Because that's what uh, that's how you get through. Just, that's stop that's it. that's just a stop it. <laughs> that's a uh, psychiatrics one hundred and one. Yeah, just, just stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Stop being so weird. Yeah. <laughs> Why can't you be normal? <laughs> So he's just yelling. That's just crack training right there. Yeah, he's just yelling, stop it at her over and over again. Um, <laughs> at this point, Mama says, we are ready. And this triggers the statue like Myers into action. Myers tosses Loomis to the ground and then slashes and stabs the shit out of Loomis, killing him. Loomis is dead. At this point, a police sniper outside lines up a shot, shoots Myers in the face. Dude, that was that was a crack shot bracket. That was. Yeah, crack shot bracket. Took the shot. That was yeah, bracket. It was bracket. Yeah. He talked about getting snipers set up and stuff, but yeah. there he is with this fucking gun. I didn't think it was bracket. Yeah, it was okay. bracket with this, again, bracket with his fucking mustache and mullet. Just looks, again, dirty, you know. Bracket. I don't think he had a mullet. He had like mutton chops. Well, he had big, long fucking hair. Anyway, that was always, you can always see his, it just was mullet-esque. It, it was just scraggly, like always sticking up. Kind of like Einstein or something like that, but I don't know. He looked like shit. He did look like shit. <laughs> um, so Myers gets shot in the face and then the chest and the force of the shot sends Myers flying backwards where he gets impaled on some old farming equipment or something broken board. I don't know. He's impaled just, on something. Some shit. Just some shit. Um, so like if this shit wasn't stupid by now, it gets real fucktarded here. So hold on to your horses. Literally. Lori <laughs> crawls over to Miles Myers as he dies, looks him in the eyes and says, 
I love you, brother. Ugh. As Mama Myers watches on. Dum, 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 dum. Lori strokes his hair and his face like he's a puppy. Myers raises his bowie knife to try to kill Lori one last time, but then he just dies. Lori takes the knife and starts stabbing Myers repeatedly to the chest while screaming die over and over again. What the fuck? We just went from, he's trying to kill me. Oh my God. He won't let me go. I'm scared for my life from this guy too. I love, I love you. you. I love you. And petting his hair and being all sympathetic to die, die, die. What the fuck is dum, happening? Dum, 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 dum. <laughs> so anyway, Lori then walks out of the shack covered in blood, wearing, wearing the Myers mask. She takes a few steps, drops to her knees. She removes the mask as everything goes into slow motion and the Halloween music starts to slowly play. Not the Myers stock one, but like the the other one that's famous. You the, know, inch, the intro. The intro, yeah. yeah. Um, crossfade to this long white room that looks more like a hallway than a room. At the end of the room is a white chair and a white nightstand and a white bed with white sheets. Sitting on the bed in a white hospital gown that looks more like a mini dress is Lori <laughs> looking down at her hands or something. The camera zooms in on her. As she looks up and we see Mama Myers leading a white horse down the hallway or the end of the room towards her. Lori continues to watch Mama Myers and the horse approach her as an evil smile begins to form on her face. Fade to black. Roll credit. What the blue fuck was that horse shit? Literally. God damn it. That's the movie. That's the fucking movie. But that's not all we're going to talk about. Oh, no, no, no. Because the truth is, there's the other version of this movie. There's the director's cut. So let's talk about that shit real quick. In the director's cut, um, which Aaron has not seen. I have not it. seen Aaron it. Aaron no. hasn't seen it. Um, Thank I'm, God. I'm just going to talk about basically the, the ending differences, not the whole movie. Because, first of all, the director's cut is like a good 10 to 15 minutes longer than this one. This movie is already an hour and 40 minutes. The director's cut is like an hour and... 159 basically and I, like I said I didn't have time to watch both of these again um, I'm not going to cover the entire movie um, I pretty much just skipped to the ending because uh, that's where the biggest and most controversial differences are anyway so I'm going to start at the point where Brackett and the cops show up at Brackett's house um, and it basically it's, this is a more it's a more drawn out and way more emotional scene when Brackett gets to his house and sees Annie dead on the floor um, the movie slows down like really like not like pace wise, but like slow motion stuff. Um, and the sad emotional music plays. And there's more shots of Brackett crying in agony over the loss of his daughter and this, you know, just this trauma, emotional trauma. And then there's, they splice in old home video shots of a very young Daniel Harris. Jesus. Basically, like, basically from like her Halloween four years, maybe even younger than that, but like really young, like real legit home movies of her. Uh, I guess to represent Brackett's flashing fathering memories of his daughter. Um, so, and honestly, I kind of like it. It wasn't bad. It, it did up the emotion because I did think like he got over like Granny he didn't have time because he had to go get Lori right away. But like he seemed to get over the loss of his daughter or handle it really well, right. really quick in, right. the, in the room. So this part I didn't mind because it mm -hmm. really was emotional, and you could see like the, just the 
just the agony and trauma on on Brackett's face during that. That's scene. the actor. He's fucking awesome. Yeah, What's his he name did a again? great job. Brad Dorf. Brad Dorf. Dorf. Yeah. Um, so now we're going back to the shack scene, um, and it starts the same. It all starts the same. The big changes come when Loomis shows up. Um, he still does the same. He gets punched. He fakes the. He runs off. He's like, I'm gonna do it, and he gets the spotlight, and he goes into the shack. Now he still tells Myers to let Lori go, and he still tries to convince Lori that no one's holding her down. He yells at her to stop. Only this time. Oh boy. Okay. So <laughs> again, really, really dumb stuff here. So only this time, Mama Myers tells Myers it's time, and everything goes quiet. Like the whole, like the, all the sound from the movie just goes away, and it's all peaceful for a moment. And then it cuts to the outside of the shack where we see all the cops. Uh, watching and waiting and the helicopter's flying around and then we just see Myers and Loomis come crashing through the old wooden walls of the shack <laughs> out into the grass Myers stands up pulling Loomis up with him Myers rips off his mask and we see hobo face his fucking hobo Myers face for the first time um, I just lost my space of notes uh, hobo face for the first time uh, and then <laughs> In the first time in a Halloween movie history, I'm pretty, uh, Myers actually speaks because he looks right in Loomis, uh, Lo- looks Loomis in his eyes and says, "Die!" and then stabs Loomis. Once Loomis's body hits the ground, Bracket orders the cops to open fire, and in and then we get more slow motion, slow motion montage of Myers just getting riddled with bullets, and it's like almost like like. Guys like fucking platoon style, just boom, 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 boom. boom. He's like shaking in slow <laughs> yeah. motion, squibs flying off, exploding everywhere. Um, and, oh, and by the way, for some reason, I don't know why, but in this scene where we see Myers' face with his scraggly hair and big ass hobo beard, like he kind of looked like Bruiser Brody in this scene to me. Like, if anybody <laughs> watched that reference, he looked like Bruiser Brody, which is like a dirtier, scraggier beard. Um, anyway, Myers drops to his knees and then collapses to the ground dead. Now, Lori exits the shack, led by Mama Myers, like she's leading her out. She goes over to Michael as all the cops stand there watching. She picks up the giant Bowie knife, Bowie sword, basically, (laughs) goes over to Loomis, who might still be alive. I don't know. She stands over him. And then gunshots ring out, and Lori gets peppered with bullets. (laughs) And she begins to fall over dead. And like mid fall, it freeze frames, and then a slowed down rendition of "Love Hurts" starts playing. Oh, love hurts. What? Love scars. Oh no. Love moons and Mars <laughs> takes a lot. I can't do it, but it's really slowed down. Weird version of that starts playing, and then we get an aerial shot of Myers, Lori, and Loomis. All dead on the ground, like this little triangle formation, as the camera slowly zooms in down on Lori. And then it crossfades to the long white hallway. And I do say hallway because there's a goddamn water fountain and other halls that branch off this thing. So it's a fucking hallway. And then we see Mama Myers leading the white horse towards Lori. Um... But And then we see Lori sitting on the white bed, and she looks up, and that hallway has changed to a room. All the offshoot hallways, the waterfront, they're all gone. It's a room again. So that's fucking bullshit and still makes no sense. <laughs> anyway, so she sits there. She looks up, 
And again, that the uh, Myers is leading the white horse. Mama Myers is leading that white horse to, down towards her, and we see the same evil smile starts to form on her face. Blackout, roll crest as the love hurts song continues over the credits, and these black and white pictures of all like the murders of the last two movies combined. Oh. And then it, then that ends, and then like the, the Halloween, like, dun, 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 the, the Halloween music plays, and as the rest of the credits roll, that's that's the director's cut ending. So, um. Lori, yeah, and that one, Lori gets killed, but that's what I don't understand. Is she fucking dead? If she's dead, like, in the first movie, the ending of the first one is supposed to say, like, Lori is in a mental, she goes crazy, she's locked up now, and now she's having mama, she's gonna be the next Myers, blah, right, blah, blah. Right, right, right. Very like, they try to do a Daniel Harris in the fourth one, or but what you, is the you, fifth one? Fourth one. Fourth, fourth one. one. Yeah. Uh, no! So, yeah. That's my Loomis impersonation. Yeah, no! So I kind of get that with the first movie, but this movie, I don't fucking get this at all. Well, first of all, it, we know it's coming. It, you, you know it's coming. Dum, 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 so if she's riddled with bullets, she's dead. Why are we seeing her dressed in a hospital gown in the hospital bed? Is, is she? Is this she's supposed to be fucking dead. Is this her now? She's her ghost, her spirit, joined with Mama Myers. Where's Kid Myers at this point? Where's Michael? Shouldn't they all be there? The whole point is them to be a family to get in the reconnect. But he's gone. She's there. I don't know why. If she is dead, why is she envisioning herself in a mental hospital? Why not like riding the horse down a beach with Mama Myers <laughs> playing in the sand or something? I don't fucking know. Why? Why is this happening? Nothing about this makes any goddamn sense. So, but there's the big differences michael myers speaks you see his hobo face bruiser brody face glory gets destroyed with bullets riddled with bullets and nothing makes fucking sense so, so you have <laughs> michael myers speaking for the first time first time, time ever yeah I, I, I well as an adult i've right? heard get rid of the, the child myers right I, i've heard people dog you know him saying die you know and i i don't i agree i think that's kind of stupid but what would you have him say what would you what would you have him say in that moment um, I think I would have him say, yeah, I think I have him go, yeah, fuck yeah. I think that's the only thing you can do right there. In that situation, is you just pull out the EI. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> what's stabbing tonight? There we go. <laughs> um, yeah, I, oh, yeah, I mean, I, I heard, I heard a lot of people dog it, but I, 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 mean, I don't like it either, but I just I think people should lay off a little bit because it's like, you know, what else are you going to put in there? Is he going to say something smart and, <laughs> you know, like well thought out? No, he's a fucking weird hobo dog-eating killing machine, you know. Probably doesn't have the biggest vocabulary. Yeah. I don't know, man. I just. It's annoying. It's just so, yeah, it's so, it's very polarizing. It is yeah. very polarizing. I don't get it. Um the different, I mean, there's. We'll get into the trivia part of this where we're talking about the different endings and why they were the way they were and stuff because there's a lot of trivia and reviews to get through. So let's just move on. Let's do it. Let's just move on to uh, the. Uh, no, first of all, favorite kills. We almost skipped that. Let's move on to our favorite kills. Don't act like you didn't love it. Favorite kill. All right. So there's a lot of kills in this movie. Very high body yeah, count. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Aaron, what's your favorite kill in this movie? Octavia Spencer. That's my favorite kill. Really? Uh, yeah, because it's 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 pretty comical. You know, I mean, just the way he just stabs the shit out of her over and over, very violently, and then just as he's he's about to walk away, and he's like, looks back and one more. <laughs> one, just one, that, one that was more part of the one for the road. And also, you got her out of the movie. 
You know, she doesn't have to be associated with this movie anymore. <laughs> She's too much of a gem to, to be in this fucking movie. So, yeah, that was my favorite kill. Um, you know, I, I will say, I, that's one of my top choices, I will say, because I will say they did, do, Rob did do a good job of making Miles definitely more brutal and violent in this movie. He's always been a brutal killer, but, like, his stabbing and the violence is really just, that rage and brutality is really cranked up yeah. there in this one. Um, although they did a damn good job in the new Halloween. Halloween Kills and mm-hmm. 20. Oh, yeah. Really good brutality in that one. Uh, but um, so many of the kills, again, are just stabbings. Just or neck breaks. Sta- or neck breaks. So my favorite kill, as good as that one is to open the movie with, it's great. But in the grand scheme of things, it's not a real kill because it's a fucking dream sequence. Um, uh, I know it's technically high, bullshit. Yeah. But I'm probably going to go with the – even though the, the second time we see it, the result was lacking, but the actual kill – I'm going with the bouncer getting curb stomped because it was the most original. Yeah. And that was, the actual mm-hmm. kill itself was brutal. And like, mm-hmm. oh, God, that's violent. And that's, 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 wow. But then take account, never seen it. Don't try to erase from my mind the gum. The wad of gum. Wad don't, of gum. don't pay attention to the wad of gum. But the actual kill itself, that was probably going to be, that's, I, I'll go with that one. Um, runner up might be the hillbilly father on the antlers. But anyway, I'm going bouncer. All right. So there you go. There's our favorite kills. Uh, let's move on to this week's odds and ends. Just when you thought it was over, here comes the odds and ends. All right, so ratings. IMDb gives it a 4.8 out of 10. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, 22% on the old thermometer meter, but a 45% audience score, which I actually kind of thought was higher than I expected for this movie. Yeah, there's a lot of Rob Zombie fans out there. I guess, but so I, I hear a lot, so many more bad things about his movies than good, so from people, so I was surprised by it. Amazon, though, Amazon fucking loves this movie. Really? 4.6 4. out of 5. Wow, that's pretty high. That's really high. Plot keywords. Holy shit, boys. 202 plot keywords. And some of them make zero goddamn sense as why people put these as plot keywords. Like in the movie, yeah, but like why maybe would look these up as plot keywords? I don't get it. Let's see. Uh, so we have Japanese K, K, C-A-E. I don't even know what that is, but that's a plot keyword. Huh. Mitsubishi, Mitsubishi 3000 GT, very specific, and Mitsubishi Motor Vehicle. All three of those are plot keywords. Yeah. Uh, nitro gloves, or nit- is that nitro, nitro? yeah. Nitro? Nit- nitro gloves. Latex gloves, sure. Yeah. Nerd glasses. Okay. F word. <laughs> yeah. <that's laughs> probably the best accurate. That's plot. the only one you need. That's really. the need. What do you need to know about Halloween 2? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you need. Bad guy. <laughs> it's like written by a three-year-old. There's a bad guy in and this movie. And the F word. <laughs> Cow in the road. Yeah. Dictionary definition in screen text. Okay. Urination. Uh, Interrupted sex. Okay. <laughs> Pizza. Oh. <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> so stupid and random. Just hearing these, what you're talking about, and like, I, know. I just, I just picture some fucking egghead typing in, like, oh, I want to see a movie with fuck bad guy pizza and nerd glasses. <laughs> uh, hippie. And uh, I'm. This is close enough that I'm going to say our panty lovers are back. Panty lovers, because we do have g-string. Oh, okay. So yeah, close yeah. enough. It's panty adjacent. Yeah, panty adjacent. <laughs> but you want to know what isn't a fucking keyword? 
A plot keyword? Not one mention of it? Fucking ghost horse! <laughs> You're kidding me! Not no white horse, no horse, no ghost horse, not one mention of it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <sighs> Fucking ghost horse. <laughs> Um, so that's it. Ghost Horse had their own trailer on set. You know, they were a pretty important part of the movie. No one mentioned Ghost Horse? Nope. Wow. All right, so trivia. There's a lot of trivia about this that I dug up, so I'll try to get through this as quick as I can. Uh, first of all, John Carpenter apparently was offered a cameo in the film by Rob Zombie, but he turned it down. Good move. Yeah. Um, Rob Zombie originally stated that he would never do a sequel to his Halloween 2007 until the studio decided to make it. And then he signed on to write and direct it because he didn't want someone else to ruin his vision. Dude, that sounds like exactly what they did to John, John Carpenter. Carpenter. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> exactly. History repeats itself. Uh, until 2018, Daniel Harris was tied with Jamie Lee Curtis for the second most appearances at four piece in the Halloween series after Donald Pleasance appeared in five films. Uh, first Rob Zombie movie to not feature zombie regulars Sid Haig, Bill Mosley, and Tom Powell's? Poles? Powell's. Um, a decision to give Lori the name Angel as her real name was meant to emphasize her as an extreme opposite to Michael. No Lori's birth name in the original film was Cynthia Myers in the original film, supposedly. I don't remember that, but uh, yeah, no shit. That's a big stretch there on that one. Uh, at the time, Tyler Maine was only the second actor to portray Michael Myers twice. George P. Wilbur previously portrayed Myers in Halloween 4 and uh, 6. Uh, Maine is the first actor to portray Myers in two movies in a row. James Judd Courtney has now joined that list with the most recent Halloween movies. Uh, Malcolm McDowell quotes Alex DeLarge, the character he played in A Clockwork Orange in 1971, during the press conference when he says, let's get things nice and sparkling clear. Which is a line of that. Um, Whether intentional or not, Margaret Kidder plays Barbara Collier in this film, a character with a similar name to her black Christmas character, Barbara Cord. Rob Zombie has stated that the original Black Christmas is one of his favorite movie horror movie films of all time. That's a good one. Uh, while writing Sam Loomis for the sequel, Rob Zombie based his egotistical and self-absurd personality on Dr. Phil and his talk show. Uh, while Lori and her friends arrive at the concert or the party, the band is playing a song called Terror Train. Of course, Terror Train is the name of a horror movie starring Jamie Lee Curtis, the original Lori Strode. Which we did on this Yes, which podcast. we did. We did. Uh, Caroline Williams cameos in the film as Dr. Maple, one of the surgeons mending Lori's injuries in the op- operating room. She played uh, Stretch in Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, and Rob Zombie is a fan of the franchise and asked her to appear in this film. Uh, Weird Al Yankovic's only condition to appear in the film was that he got to pick his own clothes. Or <laughs> he got to wear his own clothes. <laughs> well, you wouldn't have it any other way. No, you wouldn't. It's always going to be some loud button-up shirt. Hawaii and kinda like, shirt. Uh, and yeah. like, like, kind of like baggy wool slacks, you know? <laughs> uh, with, with Chuck Taylors. Yeah. Like red ones or something, yeah. Uh, during the Fucking Halloween Weird Al is awesome. <laughs> during the Halloween party, Lori is dressed as Magenta. Yeah, Rocky Ford. We already talked about that, so they're all wrong. Um, oh, uh, Magenta from the Rocky Ford Picture Show. The role was played by Patricia Quinn, who played Magenta, who was also in the Rob Zombie movie, The Lords of Salem. So there's another connection there. Oh, and here we go. We talked about the word fuck. Well, there's a fuck counter. There's a fuck meter. A, a true a f- fuck meter. Uh, the word fuck and its derivatives, uh, derivatives are used 112 times in this film. That's a lot. That's a lot of That's fucks. That's a lot of fucks. Oh, man. There are no more fucks to give. There are literally no more fucks to give. I, there are no more... No more... I can't even say it. There's no, I can't give them anymore. Did you check under the bed? I... 
It's yeah, they're gone, dude. <laughs> All the I can't. They're gone. They're gone. There's no more Fs to say. They're all gone. Damn you, Rob Zombie. Uh, this is the second Halloween film to reference serial killer Jeffrey Dahmer, the first time being in Halloween to curse of Michael Myers during the Barry Sims radio talk show. Uh, production for the film was very troubled as Rob Zombie frequently clashed with the Weinsteins, who were difficult to work with because I guess they were trying to bang everybody. Uh, one egregious <laughs> interference was when two weeks of shooting was slashed from the schedule on the first day of filming forcing Zombie to tear out pages of the script that he would not be able to film otherwise. Uh, Bill Mosley, Rob Zombie regular, was actually scheduled to appear in the film as the bouncer at the strip club, but he only worked for one day. The studio interference caused him to quit the shoot and leave. This forced Rob Zombie to scramble to hire a replacement actor quickly, even though there was no time to hold auditions for the recast. Jeff Daniel Phillips ultimately had the role, had to fill in for the role, even though he was already playing another character in the same film. So I guess the bouncer was playing two different characters. Didn't notice. <laughs> I think he might. I don't know if he was. Uh, no, he wasn't one of the EMTs. I don't know who was. Uh, Rob Zombie had nearly every main character killed off in the ending, including My- Michael Myers and Laurie, although she dies. She does die in the dark sky. And finally ensures that another film. Two finally ensure that another film could not be made. Despite this, the Mansion Films insisted on a third film, and Zombie walked away from such plans, not wanting to be involved with it. The film Ultimately, under, this film ultimately underperformed financially and was panned by fans and critics alike, casting a doubt on a sequel. After years of no development, Dimension Films and the Weinstein Company finally surrendered the rights to the franchise to Universal Pictures and Bloomhouse, resulting in Halloween 2018. Ah, so, much better. So, luckily this was enough of a bomb to stop any kind of Halloween 3 from being made. And we got the new ones now. Season um, of the bitch! <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> uh, in an unrated director's cut, Lori is much quicker to anger due to her PTSD and gets into arguments with Annie and her psychiatrist. Uh, these moments were cut from the theatrical version, presumably to make Lori more likable. Uh, the unrated ending sees her turn completely psychotic as she is shot and killed by the police during Miles. Yeah, we, and that's right. I do remember seeing that. I do remember watching the director's cut years ago and remember watching it and thinking, Lori is a fucking terrible person in the director's guy. I do remember thinking of the first time I watched it years ago. Like she is just horrible. She, yeah. And it, so it actually works out. She's got that Myers blood, man. Yeah. But like, you don't want your main character to be so unlikable that nobody cares. You want to be somewhat sympathetic. And the director's cut did do, like I said, I didn't watch it all the way through this time, but I do remember that being an issue. The first time I watched it was like, it was like, I just couldn't stand her in this movie at all. I didn't like her very much in this movie at all either. Yeah. yeah. And it's even worse than the director's cut. Uh, the theatrical cut ending was a reshoot enforced by the Weinsteins. The original ending saw all principal characters killed, including Laurie Kildoff, which, which did not go over well with the Weinsteins. To keep the possibility of yet another sequel alive, Zombie is forced to reshoot the ending, and that's the one we see in the theatrical version, and that's why you get the director's cut instead. Uh, Rob Zombie never intended to make a sequel, and to make sure one couldn't be made, he killed off Laurie and Michaels, uh, shot Michael. This was in the first movie. Um, he could be made. He had Laurie fatally shoot Michael Myers at point blank range in the face in the first film to right? officially kill him off with a giant hand cannon of a gun too. I yeah, mean, I remember like, this. Like fucking Magnum three fifty seven like or something. Barry's Magnum from Resident it's Evil. Gigantic. Um, however, because the film was a huge financial success, the Mansion Films greenlighted a sequel against Zombies' wishes. He begrudgingly came back to direct, so nobody else could ruin his vision. We already said that, but the result. Is a plot hole, and there's no explanation in the film on how Myers survived such a fate, such fatal injuries without immediate medical attention. 
especially because in the Rob Zombie versions, Michael is human with no supernatural elements, except the ability to see ghost horses and flip fucking cars. <laughs> cars. <laughs> And have ninja magic to sneak around houses. And it's so funny because it's like you see the size and musculature uh, that they portray Michael Myers having. Mm-hmm. And then they show him as a little boy in the hospital. He's just like pudgy little like kid, you know. Yeah. He had a like, major growth spurt there somewhere. And who gave him the steroids in there? <laughs> yeah. who, who gave him access to the weight room? <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, a popular fan theory of fans on the Halloween franchise is that Rob Zombie's original intention was that Michael Myers died when Laurie shot him, and all his appearances in the film were in the second film were hallucinations. In the end, it would have been revealed that all the murders Michael committed in the film were actually committed by Laurie, and see hallucinated Michael committing them due to developing dissociative identity disorder because of the trauma of the first woman genetically disposed by mental illness. Laurie's inclination inclination to insanity has been confirmed by Zombie in his commentaries in the making of vignettes. So what do you think about that theory? That this whole movie, there was no Myers. It was just Laurie killing everybody. I I don't hate it, but it wasn't – that obviously wasn't the case. That wasn't what we saw. If that was his true intention – it was poorly executed. I well, mean, again, I, know, I wonder if it was. Intention. It could have been a lot, the wine scenes. Exactly. There was a lot of interference. Exactly. Going for yeah. Just this. Um, it's a shame. I feel like I, I, I don't like a lot of Rob Zombie movies, but I don't mind. I'm, I'm glad he's around. I'm glad he does what he does. A lot of people seem to like it, and that's cool. But it's a shame when, to see any artist get like such, you know, get their vision truly held back and altered and mishmashed into just something that's not theirs and. He, I, in all honesty, he probably should have just stepped away and just been like, fuck it. You guys make a number two. I know, and people will know, I did number one. I'm not putting my name on number yeah, two. I, I, yeah, I wonder if they just threw a ton of money I'm just, at him. I'm thinking back. Now, I don't know how that would have been, how they even would have made that happen. Because I'm looking at the kills, and, like, none of them would make sense to me. Like Especially, like, Lori, when, I don't think Lori would be able to take out the bouncer and curb stomp him to death. The whole the whole strip, all this murders in the strip club. She wouldn't be strong enough to break the guy's arm and throw him around a room. Yeah. Like, she wouldn't be strong enough to string up the bouncer from their lights. She – and then the killing Annie, like, she was at the bar- – okay, she could kill the werewolf dude and her friend in the van. Fine. But then the- she's still at the barn yes. when we see Lori get killed yes. by Myers. She yes. Arrived- so there's no way she would be able to kill Annie that quickly with her friend, with Bria Grant, right there right. next to yep. her. So, again, that could have been done in editing or that could have been changed. But, like, looking back, like, I just don't see it. Right. And then, and source the ending, like, we see, my like, like how they would have done the ending with that. Like, she's, you know. The, the police the, shoot Michael Myers. Yeah. They don't shoot her. Her. So, I mean, obviously things were changed. But, like, I don't know how they would have made that work. Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. And I feel like maybe I don't, we talked. I feel like a few episodes ago we talked about something similar to a different movie. Like, how, how if they would have gone with, like, this character was killing it instead of the actual killer would have made sense i don't remember what movie that was but i remember talking about this <laughs> briefly and was sarah samples on the show maybe i don't know was it back in don't go in the woods i don't know maybe i don't know i don't know and fuck it it's an interesting idea but i don't know how you could actually legitimately say that was the case Unless without without, without some major rewrites yeah major know. rewrites um and then lastly throw the film opens with an explanation of the meaning of michael myers toy white horse and it frequently appears alongside his mother in his hallucinations rob zombie has said it doesn't really have any deeper meaning than it 
than what is already established in the film to counter the many fan theories trying to explain its significance. The toy horse is simply a representation of Mike, Michael's lost innocence and nothing more. It's a toy from his once happy childhood. According to Zombie, he picked a white horse as it was more cinematic and it, that it really could have been... That it, oh, I'm sorry. It was more cinematic and that it could have really been anything else instead, including a fire truck engine. That's that. So there's the white horse explained. That would have been fucking way cooler. If she's if leading Sherry a fire horse, horse, a fire truck around. <laughs> Just driving. driving around. <laughs> <laughs> She's walking on the white horse, a white hall. There's a fire truck just rolling it's alongside her. Fucking funny. <laughs> oh, that'd been great. All right. So uh, <laughs> that's that's all the trivia I have. There's a lot of it. Some of it's kind of interesting to think about. So uh, there's there's little things I noticed in the movie that maybe they paid homage to, and, and maybe you saw it as well. But I'm surprised they didn't talk about it when they were on the sh- talk show with. Uh, Weird Al, Chris Hardwick, and Weird Al, and Chris Hardwick. Yeah, they talked about how Michael Mc- or how Loomis referred to him as a shark, or mentioned him being like a shark. And I thought that was a direct like callback or reference to the Busta Rhymes quote: "Michael Myers is a shark in a jumpsuit." You know? <laughs> My head is like a shark fin. Yeah. I know it's not the same movie, but yeah. still. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I was like, okay, that has to be a, like a little. No, like, I did pick up on that. How odd is great. it to truly bring up shark when you're talking about Michael Myers? They did it in Resurrection. It was fucking weird then, and <laughs> they do it again. It's like that has that has to be the connection. Man, I like I I like to think that is. I didn't. I did not think about that. Yeah. So and then great. and then also in number in uh you know we talked we already talked about number two Halloween two in the hospital yeah. the first like twenty minutes of the movie which was which is really good I thought which I thought was good, um you know there's that. And then there's, I think there's even a somewhat of an homage to number four when there's a police officer like standing outside of Daniel Harris, Annie's house to protect her. And that kind of reminded me of number four when the cops were there watching uh, uh big titty girl with, yeah. uh, you know, again, cops do it by the, the, book, the, sure. yeah, cops do it by the book. Yeah. Again, the co- uh, uh, cop's daughter. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was kind of a, there, at least there was, there was a def it may not be history repeating itself, but it definitely rhymed. You know, there was some definitely some some moment some connection I won't lie, there. I didn't I did not make those connections myself, but I do like the one with the shark though. I think that that's kind of fun. Um, all right, so that's our trivia. Let's move on to this week's budget game. They spent how much? The budget game. All right, and uh, we, I got four numbers for you this week. Uh, it's it's four numbers. Okay, what we got? I got we have budget. Uh, opening weekend, op- gross in U- U.S. and Canada, and then gross worldwide. Okay. All so right. let's go with the budget first. All right. Well, it's a wine- it's a major, major Hollywood yes. production. It's a sequel. They're probably going to put a little bit more money into it. Uh, but again, the, one of the gen- one of the great things about horror movies is that you can make them relatively cheap. You always like you can turn a profit pretty easy. So they're not going to spend too too much. So hard with it. Uh, it was two thousand nine too. That helps yeah, fifteen million to make it. Okay, what's the next number? Okay, next weekend or pff, opening weekend. How much they made opening weekend? I, I, I'm sure a lot of people are excited to see it. You know, he does have a following. Um, I, I don't really know. Uh, ten million. Ten mil. All right. Uh, in gross in the U.S. and Canada. Seventy-five million. Seventy-five. Okay. 
and gross worldwide? Three hundred million. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you're going like Avengers money on that one. <laughs> all right, well, first of all, uh, I was going to say I think you were cheating and that you saw my notes um, because budget, uh, you guessed exactly right on the Whoa! dot. <laughs> you get both showcases. We're no two way. Oh, my God. I, I, I did not see your notes. I did not see $15 million dollars is the budget. Wow. Then things got away from you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's. Uh, this, this, these, those numbers are tough. All right, opening know. weekend, kind of close, nah, not but close. Opening week, you guessed ten million. Opening weekend budget was sixteen million three hundred forty-nine thousand five hundred sixty-five. Wow, 16? so close. Yeah, I'm not gonna give you the fail horn, mm. but you're close. Yeah, you're not. not I'm in the. I'm, I'm in the neck of the woods. Yeah. yeah. So it made money its opening weekend. Now this shit gets fun. <laughs> Gross U.S. and Canada, you guessed seventy-five million. It grossed. Remember, even said my notes, it was a financial kind of flop. Didn't really do well. Uh, it grossed thirty-three million three hundred ninety-two thousand nine hundred seventy-three dollars in U.S. and Canada. Okay, I don't think I don't like the way the world number is going to look. Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gross worldwide. Let's refresh, people. You guessed three hundred million dollars. Yes, yes, I did. <laughs> gross worldwide. Thirty-nine million four hundred twenty-one thousand four hundred sixty-seven. <laughs> oh, you take a zero off there. I'm not that far off. Time for Aaron to blow his. I had to blow your water on that one. I know. <laughs> I did have to blow your water on there. So, well, hey, I nailed the budget though. You did get the budget. Yes, nailed it. You nailed it. Good job with that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so um, let's move on to Mortal Kombat Combat. At the end of this day, one shall stand, one shall fall. In the end, when the dust settles, who will be left standing after Mortal Kombat Combat? All right. So this is where we're going to see a lot of the polarization. We're going to see a lot of stuff here. Um, and there were a lot of reviews. I could barely get through like a fraction of these. There's 3,088 total reviews on Amazon. Wow. But this is what's crazy. Like I said, we already talked about ratings. Eighty percent are five star reviews for this movie, but only three percent are uh, one star. Only three. Only three. Weird. Yeah. Uh, first off, from John Hibbs. Hibbs. I don't know. Hibbs. Hibbs. H i e b s. Love this movie. I really do. Rob Zombie, in my opinion, really knocked these remakes out of the park. Halloween Part One was damn good. Like regulators mount up. <laughs> um, damn good. Damn good. And Halloween 2 was even better. Can't wait to see the new one coming out this year with Jamie Lee in it again. Hopefully it can compare. Honestly, didn't care too much for any of Rob Zombie's other movies. House of a Thousand House of a Thousand was okay-ish and cult classic. However, Devil's Reject was only good because of William Forsythe's outstanding performance, but that alone does not a good movie make. 
and Lord of Salem was just god awful. These two, however, are gems for the horror movie collection. <laughs> Five stars. Wow. It's like you see there's some sanity there. But then he says this is great. Sorry, Hibbs. Amy Terrell. I absolutely love Halloween. And I and love the John Carpenter ones as well as Rob Zombie ones. The Rob Zombie Halloweens follow a different storyline. And it has more gore in it. Looks way more realistic. Five stars. <laughs> yeah. with a... Because realism was a problem in the John Carpenter one. <laughs> that was too un- <laughs> Myers actually stalking around a babysitter doing normal things. Nah, but Myers flipping a fucking car like walking around ninja. with ghost horses. Ghost, that's that's realistic. <laughs> Going to the one of the biggest Halloween parties in the in the country with nobody the, seeing him <laughs> in the middle of a cornfield. Yeah. From Juro, critics are dumb. I just watched both of RZ's Halloweens, and I'm amazed that these are by far the best two movies of the entire franchise. Though I have not seen Halloween Kills yet. Both of RZ's films are much better horror films than the 2018 Halloween. Hell no! (laughs) Thank you. Uh, They're more exciting, have more violence. Myers is far more complex and interesting character. The supernatural element in part two set it apart from part one, but keeps it unique. There's not a dull moment in the entire film. If you like adrenaline pumping through your, if you like adrenaline pumping thrill ride horror shows, both of RZ's Halloweens are where it's at. It's so funny to me reading reviews complaining about the violence. What the heck did you think Halloween was about? It's about an unkillable serial killer who maims and murders literally everyone he comes in contact with, except kids. If you don't want to see violence, maybe don't watch a horror movie. To Five stars. To the reviewer's point, that was an issue with uh, Halloween Kills. <laughs> you know, there was there was two very well-known complaints. One came from someone who was a aspiring firefighter. Isn't even a firefighter. He wants to be a firefighter. And he wanted the, the – he, he, like, started a petition to get the scene where he kills the firefighters removed because firefighters are brave people oh, and they Jesus are trying to help. Christ. Like, that's that was his thing. He was that's that was the hill he wanted to die on. <laughs> the other one that was also really fucked up was a lot of people were saying Michael Myers is a homophobe because he killed, killed the, gay. the gay couple, the yeah, Johns. I saw that one, and that is just fucking ridiculous. That's the stupidest. That's thing. the stupidest. It's, that, I'm, they're I'm they're the both. They're that's, both that's just stupid. Retarded. I'm using the word there. That's that person might have mental issues. You love saying that. You just. <laughs> I think you're like now are just trying to find a time to use it. <laughs> You're just this, this kid of the 80s who just can't stop saying it. Come on! Evolve, Marshall. It's fucktarded. Oh, jeez. Anyway. All right, let's move. From Sam. This is the mother of slasher flicks. Collectors are and crazy horror fans will love it. Five stars. Real simple, easy there. All right. Uh, from TK. At first, I bought this movie thinking it was the old Halloween 2 from the 80s. Not this Rob Zombie's crap. My bad. Surprisingly, I enjoy this version more than I thought. Enough to catch the first one that just happened to play on TV last week. Dr. Loomis in this version is completely different from who I remembered. He is much more greedy and very businessman-like. The setting is more of Texas Chainsaw Massacre slash Jason vs. Freddy movies than Halloween movies. Uh, Maybe in the fact that you have a dirty, filthy house like the Texas Chainsaw house, but I don't know about Jason vs. Freddy. Mm. Um, all the characters that 
all the characters that affected by Michael are much more damaged than original, especially Lori. Oh, and poor Annie. For those who saw that was brutal, what Michael has done to her. Surprisingly, actor Brad Dorf, who played Sheriff Lee, is the weakest one here. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> His act wasn't believable in the Annie scene I've mentioned earlier. Weird Al was briefly in this movie in a really funny scene with Chris Hardwick. Give it a try. You might like this movie. I did. Winky smiley face. Five stars. Um, this one is weird. <laughs> it's so short. Prime Tim. The uh, review is titled, This movie is underrated. And the review itself just says, It's a DVD. Five stars. <laughs> cool. Thanks yeah. for the review. Uh, all right. Lastly, from Cornelius G. Kelly. After seeing Rob Zombie's Halloween unrated director's cut, widescreen two-disc special edition, Ooh. my lover and I have been waiting with cracking nails for Rob Zombie's sequel to his masterpiece, Halloween. Cracking nails? Yep. I have to confess that we have seen Rob Zombie's Halloween at least 50 times. We try to watch it at least once a week. Ugh. Finally, Halloween 2, the unrated director's cut, arrived yesterday, and last night we set up to see... If this was going to be another masterpiece for Zombie, but more importantly, another masterpiece we could enjoy. After a moment, we fastened our seatbelts, smiley face, and went for one hell of a ride. Ugh. We couldn't help commenting to each other on how fantastic it was as we, as we were sucked in. Every scene was more terrifying than the last. Taylor Scout Compton, actually it's Scout Taylor Compton, uh, took her role as Laurie Strode and ripped it apart with fiendish, feverish frenzy. Best horror female we've ever seen. We knew Walmart was selling it, and it was there today. <laughs> uh, oh, it knew was Walmart was selling it, and was there today doing some white trash shopping. We went by the DVD section. The entire wall display for Halloween Two was empty, and now we know why. We can't understand why people gave it one star. Maybe he she didn't get the uh, promised surprise from their date that night. Fell asleep drinking too much before the movie. Forget to leave the lobby and game area to see the whole film or grudge about something. Jamie Lee Curtis, originally the role of Laurie Strode in John Carmen's Halloween, and later blew our socks off in both Halloween H2O and Halloween Resurrection. Our Jamie could never be replaced. Yet Taylor Scout Taylor Compton brought, they keep getting her name wrong, brought such life to Laurie to make us believe that she's Laurie, she's, Lori, that now we have two flawless Lori Strohs, but really only one can be called Angel. Five stars. White trash shopping at Walmart. Yep. <laughs> and all the DVDs are gone. All the all are gone. Does that kind of give you a little hint? What were you shopping for? Spray paint to spray paint your house with some fucks on the wall? Put some fucks and pentagrams on your walls? Get a piss-soaked mattress to put in the corner? <laughs> all right. The other side of the battle, the one star reviews. My people. Yeah. <laughs> From Aloha Dave. Aloha. This is one of the worst films I've ever seen. This is not the 1981 sequel to the original Halloween movie. He writes that in all bold and caps just for there you guys know. This is Rob Zombie's 2009 remake. I mistakenly thought it was I was ordering the original. Oops. The film has a very poor script to begin with. Rob Zombie obviously doesn't know how to make a quality movie. The film con contains incon incessant vulgarity, filth, Satanism, nudity, smut scenes, over-the-top gore and violence, all done in very poor taste. This movie is total garbage. 
It is so bad that I threw it in the trash pile where it belongs. Wow. Okay. Well. Now, this guy might be a little overly sensitive. Maybe yeah, a little prudish. I, I, I agree. But because, one, there really weren't any smut scenes. There's no real sex in this movie at all. Just you see some tits. You see some tits. There's the strip club and the strip club owner bang for like a millisecond, but you don't really see anything. And the scene in the van, they're not. They're just making they're, out. They're, 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 they're getting ready. Yet. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So and Satanism. I mean, there's a pentagram on the wall, but it's not like an people, upside down cross. Yeah. I mean, so I guess, but it's not really like it's not like that's the focal point of the movie. Anyway, moving on. Anonymous one. I've been a big Michael Myers fan for years, but never watched the two Rob Zombie editions because I heard they sucked. Good move. Well, not only do they suck, but they ruined the other nine Halloweens. Michael Myers <laughs> is suddenly humanized, and there's a whole metaphysical theme played by Ms. Rob Zombie. And Dr. Loomis portrays a self-interested ego- egoist? A total insult to Donald Pleasance. These films were more Rob Zombie than Michael Myers. Don't waste your time or money on these. They make Halloween 3 look like a masterpiece. <laughs> I don't know about that. That's oh. <laughs> <laughs> from Nunyorem. Nunyorem. Again, no acting skills, no directing skills. They just ruined the brand. If the girl would stop screaming, <laughs> I was hoping Michael would catch her just to shut her up. <laughs> the entire thing is lame since when does Michael stab anyone that many times or cut off a head? I think this is the evils of Hollywood trying to desensitize people further. One star. Last two here. Christian, I'm not going to say it was the worst movie I've ever seen, but dot, dot, dot. Okay, I am. It was the worst movie I've ever seen. The first 10 minutes where it shows a 10-minute run through of the original second of the original second movie was awesome and actually frightening. I guess he's talking about the part in the hospital, which you actually agreed on. Um, it was actually frightening. But then after that, Rob Zombie single-handedly ruined the franchise. A franchise that I've always loved, even though Busta Rhymes could roundhouse kick Michael Myers through a window, <laughs> which was Oscar material compared to this. <laughs> the first Rob Zombie remake was good. Hey, it was really good. A bit too much focus on little mental Michael and not fully in sync with the original. Warning, spoilers ahead. Read on if you want to know the worst thing about the film. But the second just went, uh, went and said, hey, let's make Michael not wear the mask through half of it and show his face too. It's okay. He won't even be in half of it. It's mainly just Lori yelling. Let's also make his dad, his dead mother's ghost thing. Talk to him. Like he's actually mental and not just evil. Just an excuse for Rob's wife to be in it again. Booyah. Let's also make everything grunge, even though it hasn't existed in 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make Lori not sweet, but a terrible, unrelentful, dirty, annoying character. Let's also make our hero, Dr. Loomis, a greedy, self-righteous, glorified, mean, unrelatable, selfish dick who really has no reason to be in it. Bigger spoiler, though, who cares at this point? Oh, and it would be cool if Rob Zombie, I mean, Michael Myers talks, screaming the word die at Loomis <laughs> just before the immortal Michael was killed again. I don't get it either. But rest assured, your least favorite character, Lori, will be Michael in the next film because he touched her right before he died. This poor attempted the same thing the fourth movie did. There's more, a lot more that was just awful. The storyline was so twisted and non-existent that I don't even think Zombie got it. He just said, it'll be more mysterious if the family evil spirit thing didn't make sense. I, I honestly am disgusted that I even have to give this film one star and one star. Damn. Um, and lastly, from Trevor Die. 
Hot garbage from the master of mediocrity, Rob Zombie. <laughs> One star. It's pretty funny. So there we have it. That's what our <laughs> there's the two sides of the battle. Aaron, what side of this war are you going to? Where what are our final thoughts let's, as we wrap this up? <sighs> to be perfectly honest, I didn't hate it as much as I thought I would. All right. I I I I haven't seen it. I have not seen this movie until the podcast. Uh, because so you've never seen this no, before? No, I saw the Halloween Rob Zombie one, and I did not like that. I just didn't like the style. I don't really like a lot of Rob Zombie stuff. I know a lot of people do. Cool, great. That's, that's your thing. It's just not mine. I'm just not into Rob Zombie stuff. So when I saw the Rob Zombie Halloween, I was like, do I really want to see the sequel? I really didn't like the first one. Fuck it. I'm not going to do it. You know. And, and then I started hearing how fucking horrible it is. I'm like, well, I'm glad I didn't waste two hours of my life. Unfortunately, it came back to bite me in the ass with this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> But I kept hearing so much negativity, so much negativity, so much negativity. I guess I went in with, you know, my <laughs> shit, f- like, flappers on, just ready to get pelted with it. Yeah. You know, I ca- came like like I was going to go to a Gallagher show in the front row. You're like bring, I, you're I, your poncho. I got my poncho. I'm, poncho. I'm, I'm ready to get completely sprayed. <laughs> and the spray wasn't that bad. You know, I mean, it, it, it sucked. I'm going to – I liked certain parts. I thought it was visually – cool to look at they had some great shots we commented on that earlier i really like that i appreciate that i like it when i it can create mood and atmosphere just with you know lighting techniques and you know stuff like that some of his directing choices i didn't quite agree with but whatever he's trying something um the acting i thought was pretty good i think everyone was i mean i I thought Lori was fucking annoying i agree with a lot of the reviewers saying that she screamed way too much the fuck meter got broken there's a lot of things that Sucked. Yes. Where'd you, you found an F. Where'd you find that one? Uh, I think they were all gone. Dude, you're right. Where was that? <laughs> Where was that hiding? <laughs> I keep a couple special in a little wooden box. I keep up on my mantle. <laughs> so, um, I I thought there were little homages to other previous Halloween movies. Um, I'm still gonna say so bad it's scary. Because of all the fucking, you know, horse crap and, you know, the, I, I, and, and it's, it's, I, I, if I find it hard saying it's so bad, it's scary or so bad, even so bad, it's good. I'm kind of right there towards the center. I would give it two and a half hell yes out of five. <laughs> you know, I'm like right there in the middle, but I guess I'm just, if I might, will I watch it again? No. So I'm going to say so bad, it's scary. All right. Um. I, yeah, I, I'm worth, I'm kind of there with you. Like, there's a lot of things. There are some really visually nice shots with some, some of the lines. Other lines, terrible, because it's all just dirt, like red, dirty red light in all the homes and everything dark. And, but then there's some really pretty, cool, cool shots as well. Um, that said, I, I can try, I, I, I agree with you. I am not a big Rod Zombie fan either. I, I remember watching House of a Thousand Corpses like back in like 04, 05 when it first came out. I, I don't, couldn't tell you a damn thing about it. Other than I think it had something to do with a bunny or a guy in a bunny suit. I think. Maybe. I don't even remember that. Um, uh, was Rejects. I've tried to watch that movie like three or four times and I keep getting either bored and distracted or I fall asleep. I've never gotten through the movie. I've ne- so I've never seen it all the way through. Um, these are really those only movies in Lords of Salem. I tried to watch that. That was a boring piece of garbage. Hated that movie. 
I keep telling myself, should I even try to watch this 31? I've heard like, that's supposed to be good. I don't know. I've heard that's a piece of shit too. Yeah, I don't know. But so when it comes to Rob Zombie movies, I don't have a good track record with them. No. Now, the Halloween remake, when it first came out, I think I was so excited about a new Halloween movie. And I was like, maybe I let my excitement about it like overtake my rationality of how good it was. I was like, oh, it's, 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 it's Halloween. Yeah, all right. It's fucking better than Resurrection, you know, or something like that. <laughs> yeah, or, yeah. Um, and definitely part three, but uh, well, looking back, I haven't seen his the 2007 in a long, long time. Me neither. Really yeah, it's been a while. Um, now, this one, I remember watching it, and again, like, I don't I don't remember caring for it. Like, I, I, I appreciate the fact that he was trying to do something different and make, modernize the characters the way like yeah Donald Pleasance or Loomis or say is a more modern fame seeking guy now mm-hmm. that's very realistic that for modern times I get that um, I get the fact that he was trying to make Myers more human and he, and he did get away from the supernatural stuff of like of part four five the thorn, and thorn series and, yeah and, the, and all that curse of the cult um, yeah. the cult stuff uh, which that was bad too, uh, but I remember the first movie and even this one. I spent they spent too much time, especially the first one with Kitty Mikey in the hospital, and like, I didn't need forty five minutes of him in Smith Groves. Like, okay, I get it. We all know where he's going. We all know what he becomes. Let's just get there a little faster and move on. And same with this, I don't need all the friggin' child Myers talking to or, a dead mom with a white like the white horse like, it just, it and then the, the lori hallucinations her waking up all the time yeah, you know like you, you mentioned earlier there's like three or four times they do that yeah it's enough too much but i i do understand what he's trying to make it more try to i guess dive into the psychosis the psyche this the the that that stuff the mental side of myers and give him more actual character i guess in the first two movies where he's just this you know, basically mass killer going around shock in a baggy ass suit. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it worked. I don't think he pulled it off quite right. I don't think it was done right. It, the, the white horse stuff was utterly ridiculous and way too much. Like they could have maybe done the white horse, you know, do it at the beginning, show the horse, do the text at the beginning of the screen here, you know, just the definition then show the horse on the table. And then maybe, not bring the horse into like the very very end at the, when you see the the horse at the very end of the movie yeah and then okay maybe it's a, it's a more solid tr- kickback not every scene there's a fucking white horse and his dead mom and all this it's just too much I didn't like it's too dark I don't but at the same time when I watched it again I, not the director's cut director cuts different we're talking about just theatrical I don't I didn't hate it as much as I remember. But at the same time, I don't necessarily like it. The fuck words. Oh, look, I just found one too. Nah. Um, it's used way too much in this movie. I we say it a lot, but geez, that movie it's over the top with it. Lori is annoying and screams too much. I do agree. There's just the most likable character is like Annie Daniel Harris, and she's barely in it. She gets mm-hmm. killed. Which she, I get. she she just hangs out at her house all the time. Yeah, I yeah. get. It. She she has to get die. You know, most of these movies sure. they're gonna have to die, but she's the most likable character in this movie. What about Zaddy? And maybe Bria Grant's character is not too terrible either. But everybody else is not that great. Um, yeah, I just it's hard. To, I mean, it's Halloween. It's its own take. It's something different. I understand why people of the original franchise don't like because maybe those diehards did like the superhero thing. This isn't the Michael I liked. Okay, fine, but. 
again, like you said, would I necessarily go back and watch this again? Not anytime soon. Yeah. I don't plan to watch this anytime soon. If I want to watch remakes, I'll go back and watch either the original two or now we have the, the new Halloweens have been yeah. much, much better in my opinion. And those will be the ones I'll probably go back and watch repeatedly. Mm-hmm. Not not these Rob Zombie ones. Right. Um, maybe the first one, again, just to see it. But this one, I'll probably, it's on my collection. It'll probably sit on my shelf for yeah. a while and, yeah. and probably not do anything with it. So in that perspective, that aspect, like, just like you, I'm going to say so bad it's scary. There are things about this. Like, yes, it's a Halloween movie. Yes, it's brutal. It's gory. It's a different take on Myers. Like, maybe it's worth watching at least once. But repeated watchings, is it worth lasting? Does it have lasting effect? No. Like, like those fucks who watch it 50 times. Yeah, or... unfortunately, all the negatives about the, the, the fucking ghost horse and the ghost mom are going to the point where it made too much of a negative impact on me to want to go back and watch it again. Because right. like, that's all I think about. That's why I think Halloween 2, where I was like, Fucking ghost horse and this stupid shit. So like, it's not a good fucking ghost horse. It's, it's not a pleasant memory. It's not so. I'm saying so bad, it's scary. Even though there are some good things about the movie, but is it enough. so for someone who was like me who never saw the movie? Would you say you should watch it? Probably not, unless I say, hey, you gotta watch just to see the stupid ass ghost horse shit they're trying to do. And, and and watch it in like almost an ironic, you won't believe this shit type of way. Not hey. You need to check this out because it's actually good. Right. So I would say, yeah, probably no. So bad, scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That first twenty minutes, though, banger. first twenty minutes, that the dream sequence in the hospital, banger. That was good. Loved that's it. banger. Yeah. That's that's like yeah, old school Halloween. That had the Halloween feel to it. And then after that, it just got fucking Rob Zombie shit staying all over it. You know, or you know his, his greasy dreads his, started his greasy dreads started creeping into the <laughs> yeah. film. Yeah, like fucking tentacles. Yeah. Um, so that's yeah. So that's it. Um, so that's ours, guys. That's our part. I know we dragged that out a little bit longer there at the end, but uh, that's it. That's it for this week. Uh, like I said, guys, it might be a little while before we we're back, but you know we we should we might be back at the end of the month, maybe. But I'm sure we'll probably at least get one, maybe two Christmas episodes in because I know Aaron likes the Christmas episodes. I do. Um, so we'll have those to look forward to. So till then, guys, uh, you know what to do. You know the drill. Remember to watch more horror movies and to always. Keep it tight. Hell yeah!